0: I said a snarf talk. A Snarf it to, to, to me, snarf it to me, snarf, snarf, snarf talk. talk. Snarf
1: talk. That's <laughs> a stout IPA. Ooh, you got a you
0: got a hoppy one over there. Yeah. He's got a live one over it's, here. It's live already. Hey,
1: hey, <clears throat> Clyde, he's got a live one over Z- here. Zenith Hero. I don't know what that means. It's got about 10 pounds of hops in it. It's got a lot of, it's got a lot of hops. It's very hoppy and kicked me right in the mouth. I was not prepared. For that in the slightest. Right in the gullet. But Um, it's good.
0: Sorry for the, uh, if anybody's going to join us, sorry for the extremely late. um,
1: Hey, this is what you get with Snarf. We're never, you know, we're never like doing things scheduling. Had a bit of a crazy day. Running around. Yesterday as well. Normally we are doing this, you know, the day before we are right now, but we busy. And I didn't do my homework. You didn't. Either did I. Until last night. Well, yeah, but you've seen it before. Well, yeah, of course. That was the thing. It's like, so, yeah, like, spoiler. It's not a spoiler, but our homework was we uh, were going to watch Running Man and then do a review of this sh- movie, The Running Man, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, because I've never seen it before. Yeah, you so have. Every
0: week, we're going to give out Snarf Talk homework, mm-hmm. um, like you said. I think that we need to change things up, though. Okay. How so? Um We'll come out with a homework assignment. Yes. And then you have two weeks to watch that. Good idea. Because the one week thing, it was honestly giving me anxiety.
1: <laughs> I honestly <laughs> completely forgot about it until you texted and said, and we haven't watched Running Man. I was like, no.
0: I forgot about it until I Nolan haven't. reminded us.
1: Well, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's what it was. Is Nolan uh, sent us a message and said, I just watched Running Man. Um, and he's right with what he had messaged us. But we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that.
0: So that's going to be our Snarf Talk homework. Um, And we're going to do tonight, our big topic is going to be top 10 Bill Murray. The Bill Murray. Movies. So we're going to talk about that in the second half. He's a classic. Um, Real quick, though, if you would take a minute and like and share the podcast, uh, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, or if you're listening to the audio on your podcast app, please hit a five-star and leave a written review. That would be Absolutely. great. Um, check us out, out at patreon.com snarfcomics, and you can get bonus content and help support the show that way for a low monthly fee of as low as a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't had any new Patreon people in a while. so No, we haven't. Guys, Patreon what us are you up. Doing? We need the money. Come on. Jerry's got it. We need new gear. Jerry's got a new microphone. Look at it.
1: it a looks brand ex- new microphone. Looks exactly like the other one I had, but the internals are different.
0: He claims it's the greatest microphone in the history of mankind.
1: I just want it. It's, it's the most popular broadcast microphone in radio. Like with with people doing radio. And I probably have the second most. So we you have right the most now, popular for podcasting by far. Like for podcasting, yours is like through the roof everybody gets an sm7b that's what chris has mine is more of a higher end production quality type microphone that they use for broadcast radio where everybody sits in front of their little talk box you know that's fine and these are more
0: for usually for musicians in like recording studios
1: yep this is for like this isn't uh they use it they use this one and the other one that i had uh for bass drums a lot because it has like a bass roll-off, where it'll make it sound better. But it's more for spoken word than it is music. I see uh, Vic's with us tonight. Vic! Hey, buy some Bitcoin. We, we were just talking about Ethereum the other day. I should have put a lot more money into Ethereum last yeah. year. Yeah, it was cheap. Um, I don't know what I was
0: doing. I did buy some more uh, Bitcoin. It's dropped a lot after old Elon Musk.
1: Yeah, Doge went down.
0: Uh, No, Bitcoin went down because oh, he Bitcoin announced did? that Tesla's were never, not no longer going to accept Bitcoin as currency. I wonder why. Because of the environmental impact.
1: Listen, did you see that? Uh, so the whole pipeline situation where it got shut down and hacked. Yeah. The company paid the people that hacked them. They paid them in, in Bitcoin. Bitcoin.
0: Well, yeah, because that's, if you're a criminal, that's the best way to
1: isn't that, transact we, money. Isn't that wild? Like that's where we're at in this day and age. We're paying people with fake cryptocurrency. I mean, I, I say it's fake, but I, I just mean it as like It was it's made, just as made a joke. It, yeah. Yeah, it's just made up.
0: Man, we got a lot of activity going on here. Um, we got Jim I, Romer in
1: here. Wait, we got Vic. I have Coinbase, but you can't get they they limit you on what you can buy and on there. I mean there's a lot of things you can buy, but I didn't see him write anything about Coinbase. Yeah, he said don't forget download Coinbase, buy Bitcoin. Oh, I didn't I don't
0: have that one for some reason. Um yeah, I do have Coinbase. I bought some uh Cardano the other day, Cardano. Oh, I don't know. I bought one. some uh another one that uh, Vic
1: was talking about, not Polkadot. Another one though. That's on Coinbase. Stellar, Stellar, went up Stellar Lumens was really good. It's not as high. It's like a really it was like change to buy like multiple shares. Yeah, yeah. You know? The one at the Cardano was like 60 cents. Yeah. It, but the percentage that they're rising is just yeah. incredible. Like they're gaining, like right now one of them was at 48% or something like gain in that day. Really? Like you're gaining over f- almost 50% of what it cost for me to buy it yesterday? It's incredible.
0: XRP, yeah, I have some XRP. I, uh, that one hurt me originally. I bought that like, got destroyed, but now it's quite a bit back. Anyway, that's enough uh yeah. about the cryptocurrencies. We have uh some announcements to make. We scored our Snarf Madness we
1: 2021 did. brackets. It was a labor of love. It was a lot of what work. I'll call that's it. <laughs> another reason why
0: this is starting so late. I got here at 8.
1: Yeah, and I got here at 7.30, and I was four deep uh, when Chris got here, and that took me 30 minutes, so... And we had a lot more than just four to do.: <laughs> Nolan said I Bitcoin the other day, but the nickel almost chipped my tooth.: <laughs> That's
0: I tell you with the volatility more, of more, corn more. in the last month, I'm starting to call it Bitcoin. It's through the roof, not anymore.: No, it, <laughs> it just it, crashed. Like, did the it last really?: Three days, four days. Oh This week has been like crashing.:
1: What's hard. it down to? 11 dollars or something?
0: It's down like five, 30 <laughs> or
1: something. I don't, I don't oh. know what it was down to. Interesting. For the new crop, for decent. Beans haven't? Crop. They came down some, not as much. I wonder if it's because of that frost.
0: Uh, I'm not, I don't want to speak about that. Okay,
1: we won't talk about
0: that. No, my beans are fine. I got a, a whole 160 acres of corn that is flat to the ground, dead brown, Ugh. shriveled up, looks terrible.
1: Do you think that's a bad thing?
0: <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I'm not, I think too, it I'm not worried about it.
1: You know what can you do? The growing
0: point is underground, Jerry. That's what they all
1: say. You told me that last night, and you also said, "What can you do? What can you can't you do? control, nature. You can't.
0: You know? Mother nature is a fickle beast. <laughs> Bitch is yeah. what you meant." <laughs> um. So, 2021. 2021 Snarf Madness. This was our top video game bracket.
1: I've got all the scores right here. Me For and Jerry's
0: me. most excited bracket. I was
1: the most excited about it. I don't know if others were. but Chubb said, are those Heinz beans? I ate Heinz beans for dinner last night. No kidding? Well, I mean, I have three more cans at home. Heinz beans. I I kind of enjoy them. I think they're pretty
0: good. Get out of here with that British bean. No. Get your British beans and walk your British ass over the freaking Atlantic. I think they're pretty good. And swim the English Channel. Go hang out inside a Big Ben. I tell you what, I tell you what, I think I like them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that was. That was was my Dick Van Dyke. Uh, Is it it Dick Van Dyke that did the chimney sweep in... um, Yeah. Yeah, that was his British accent. Cockney, they call it. Right, What was a Cockney. Oi, you're right, British chap. I'm going to sweep your chimney, I
0: am. I am,
1: I am. I am, I am, and I'm going to eat these beans.
0: (laughs) Hans beans.
1: Uh, Hans beans for dinner.
0: The best British beans made by Americans
1: because British can't make their own Uh, fucking beans. beans. (laughs) In a bland tomato spaghetti-o sauce. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I added a little hot sauce to them, and I thought it was good. There you go. Americanized them beans. I did. Yeah, I should (laughs) have just dumped sugar in them is what I should have done. Or maybe a uh, a molasses-based syrup. Ooh, a nice mustard and molasses mm, yeah, maybe mustard. some
0: grape jelly
1: people do do that yeah and they put have you had them like with ground beef You can put ground beef in your um uh, baked beans yeah so good Gras, kenny grasses up she's watching i don't know what that means is um, that a british thing that we don't know more british stuff well Bring he it would know he would Oh, she's watching. As in, like, she's watching us do our impressions. Oh. Oh, raw. <laughs> I just told raw. her. I need to bring them in, but van camps make pork and beans. I've talked you about it before. You said you were bringing them I to have her. them at home. I said I was bringing them to her? Yes. No, I told her to buy them.
0: I think you said you were providing her with some, and we were going to do a taste test. Yeah, She's coming her.
1: on the podcast. Okay, I have them at home, and we can do that. Um, because they're the same. I'm telling you. It's And they're cheaper, like way cheaper than what those Heinz beans are.
0: Well, it's because of an English pound. Who even knows how much money that's worth? I think they weigh it. It's like $10. (laughs) I don't know.
1: What's one pound? Is that one pound of currency? But I thought they went with the euro. Or they, they didn't, right? Like they were fighting against the euro. I don't think they did the euro. Because... The UK was fighting against that, like saying we're not going to do what the rest of the European. Well, Union they Brexited, right? But yeah, they left the European. I think Union. they didn't
0: have the euro before that.
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. I know they've got. It's a pounds. mystery. They don't have marks. Those are gone.
0: No, those aren't there. <laughs> no. In uh, Germany, they just use euros.
1: But we're not talking about Germany. Talk about. But that's where the mark is from. Isn't no, that German right. or is yeah. that French? I think it's French. I don't know. Let's stop talking. Money about currency. is so fun to talk about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bitcoin It's so much simpler.
1: Quid. Ian Hicks, it is. They do have a quid as well.
0: Yeah, but that's like a, uh, it's like a bill, a
1: certain size bill. I thought it was like a piece of change. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they don't have very many bills and they're made out of plastic. Did you know that? No. They've got like a five pound, the pound is the big number. So you, they've got like a five, 10, 20 pound note. But everything below that is a quid. Like you can have a one-pound coin, but below that is quids. It's oh, very K- hard. No Katie's to on here.
0: Seventy-one p to one dollar. Seventy-one, 71 pounds. pounds to a dollar. Holy cow! That's we could basically a lot. live there for free. <laughs> I don't think that's true. We could buy the entire aisle
1: No, it's like of thir- Britain. <laughs> but it's like three hundred thousand dollars or three hundred thousand pounds for a pancake.
0: That's no, what I'm ex- saying. It's
1: 71 to $1? That's <laughs> a lot. If you get Canadian
0: dollars, it's like one to one, basically. Yeah,
1: pretty much. I think it's like 80 cents to a dollar for like a Canadian dollar, right? What Two you coin, at? pence. I don't know what's going on. Fish and chips, 20 quid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's uh, not a bill. Two coin.
1: Y- yes, but it's two. Is it two quid to make a pound in coins?
0: We got to stop with this. I, I have no I idea. I got to
1: know. I got to know. Oh, and pence, six pence, none the richer. Yeah. You
0: know, point is, What's that it's song? 71 pounds to a dollar. We could, you could sell your
1: house and buy Buckingham Pounds.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's, that's true. how bad the exchange rate is.
1: <laughs> that's, it is pretty incredible that it is 71 pounds to a dollar. That's, huh. But I'm wondering if. I don't oh my know. gosh.
0: P equals pence. So 71 pence
1: oh. to a dollar. Pence you know, is a penny. Pound is a quid. <laughs> of course it is. Well, then why is it a pound? Or why is it a quid? Like, why isn't it one of those things? Because
0: it, it's no different than saying, what's a dollar?
1: A buck. It's the same thing. Like, it's a slang term for a dollar. Those aren't slang terms. That's real. It's like you got a quid and you've got a pound. They're two different things. A buck is because they used to trade buckskins.
0: But well, she just said a pound is a quid. So maybe I know, it's just another it word, a, another word for a pound. It's quid.
1: It, and yeah, Nolan said, "I'm pretty sure a pound is worth more than a dollar," which it would be. Yeah, if, if seventy one pence put to it, a dollar. Listen,
0: this is England we're talking about. It could be like hundred and twenty three cent. Yeah, one hundred twenty three pence is a dollar.
1: Well, how many pence is a pound? Is the question. And then you'll know if it's more than a dollar. I don't know, man. Man, this is intriguing. <laughs> Let's announce the winners of Snarf
0: Madness. Okay. Any, and the winners of Snarf, Snarf Madness get a $50 or $50 or is it $25? I can't remember.
1: I thought it was $50. A $50, we did $50, 50 last year.
0: gift card to Amazon, which
1: is a how many pound or quid gift card? Well, if you do 50 times 71, you'll find out the pence. (laughs) Um, But I don't know the poundage. Um, Are you reading more? 70 pence. Okay. 70 70 pence to a dollar. Yeah, I understand. So you'll get a 3,500 pence gift card.
0: Wow. None the richer. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and you will be none, the richer, But you will get $50 worth of whatever you want on Amazon. But you will only
0: be able to purchase from Amazon UK, and they do not ship to the United States. Correct. Sorry. So you can send things to Katie's parents.
1: Whenever Katie goes back, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) She could bring it to you. Um, Do they also get a sweatshirt or a T-shirt? I thought that was a thing. No? No. Well... Yeah, because I know who my winner is. I know who my winner is. They and he doesn't need one. So, okay, but you're definitely getting a $50 gift card to Amazon. So, uh, my bracket stumped a lot of people because nobody scored very
0: high. Um, Mine, for the most part, were pretty terrible as well.
1: Yeah. It, my lowest was 27. I'm not going to tell you who that is. My lowest. Because it wasn't Keith.
0: no. My lowest was 29, and that was Alex. Okay, Alex. Ian, buddy, I know you're on here. You're listening. You were second to
1: last on my bracket. Oh, if we're telling, Ian, you were last on mine. You had a 27. Ooh, brutal, Ian. I'm sorry, Ian, buddy. my man. You did great. You tied for the highest in my first round. The first round score, the highest I had was 21. Ian got it. Erica got it. Uh, Raj got it. That's it. Those three people scored a 21 in my first round. That was the highest score. I thought, man, to the moon with these people. To the moon, I tell you. That's what I thought when I looked at the bracket. Then we got into other rounds. Um, And if you got a 21 in the first round, Ian... A total of twenty-seven doesn't score real well, <laughs> um, because we scored the first round is one point, second round is two points, then four, then six, then eight, and the champion got a ten. Yeah, if you pick that was the, the yeah the scoring um, one so, two
0: four six eight ten. Uh, so twenty twenty one
1: winner on my bracket, Erica Fry. Bah, bah, bah. You called it from the beginning. Um, that Erica was going to win. As soon as you saw the winner. Why are you saying bomb, bomb, bomb? Bom. I don't know. That means bad. Doesn't yeah. It? <laughs> um, you called it a while ago. You were like, you saw, you just like glimpsed over her bracket, just like glanced at it, was like, oh, I see who she picked. But you're like, she won it. I guarantee
0: yeah. you, she won it. She won it. And not only did she win it, she blew it out of the water. She yeah. got a 92. That was the highest scoring of all. All brackets. Yes, my second of any of my highest people. bracket was Craig, Kurg, Kirk,
1: Kirk Blaze
0: with eighty five. So that's pretty close. That's good. That's and then good. my third drops all the way down to fifty nine, and that's Nolan. Yeah. So there was a disparity from one and two to three, big time.
1: That is a big time. Um, none of my brackets scored anywhere close to that. <laughs> no, like yours
0: my... were you were a bit of a, a an enigma. An enigma wrapped this year. in dog shit
1: yeah right no nobody plays the games i do or even thought that i played the games that i do or would pick them um and you know what really screwed them all up to be honest what's that spyro (laughs) well it was dumb spyro ruined everyone but i love that game i do and a lot of you guys thought i was gonna pick doom or between both of us we we didn't pick doom did you pick Doom? Uh, yes, I did. I did pick Doom oh, in the did? first round. Yeah, that's what I mean. Not in the second. I didn't pick it in the first round. I picked Uncharted.
0: Yeah, there was only one person that picked Uncharted. Other yeah, than you.
1: yeah. And I believe that is my winner, who scored fifty-eight points. So fifty-eight points was the highest scoring bracket on my on my list. And did that, Erica get a double win? And that was. Alex. Alex! Alex was the lowest He was scoring. the lowest score on my bracket,
0: and, and he, he won your he bracket. He won my
1: bracket. And the his second win of Snarf Madness. It is. He won the first year of Snarf Madness um, three years ago. Right? That'd be three years ago. Yeah. Erica's never won. She has never. She's always been, um, like, second. She's been second or third all the time. But, uh, yeah, Alex won my bracket. You'll get a $50 gift card. And number two was your wife, Heather. She got a 54. My wife is not Heather. Alex's wife, oh. Heather. Um, she got a 54. So, um N- Nolan, you came in at a solid 46, the guitar hero in. Was that third you. place? Um, no, that was fourth place. Oh, no, he got third in mine. Um so yeah, I had uh the my third place was 52. So
0: Nolan's actually across the board was not very good for me except that he picked the winner of mine. So he got he got Only 15 in round one, 12 in round two, eight in round three, but then he got one in four, five, and six because he picked Star Wars all the way up. Yeah. That makes a big difference.
1: It does. When you get the higher points, absolutely. Yeah. But I I had one, two, three, four. I had seven people that rounds four, five, and the championship were zero. Oh, I had a bunch too. I mean, there's so many that were zero and that's what really killed him. Um the only reason Alex won is because he picked the champion. He would have been um in like 5th place had he not picked the champion because of his previous rounds. But since he picked uh Halo to win it, he won my bracket. Yeah,
0: so um congrats to all our participants. Next year, you'll have to wait for the 2022. If you have ideas, for the 2022 bracket, let us know. Obviously, we're not going to do video games because that was not very popular. <laughs> right, no. <laughs> um, so we're happy to do something else. I believe Erica is making us a more digital version. That's going
1: to make it easier. <laughs> Ian is blowing up in the comments. He says Spyro, F and Golf, Tiger Woods, Serial. I don't know why he said Serial, but he is blowing up. And he said Guitar Hero, Jeebus Jerry.
0: I agree. No, Jerry's I, bracket was terrible.
1: I love Guitar Hero. It, it was, was what we like to
0: play. Your brackets was an embarrassment. So you want me to, to play the that games that the you games. like? No, I want you to saying. pick the best games. I want you to like the best games. No, that's but you what don't you, like the that's best. That's what you're games. saying.
1: You want me to like what everybody else likes. You don't want me to play what I like. You want me to just follow suit with what you do because you follow everybody no, else. No, no, no. no. Playing I, I want you games. to. Okay. No. You're supposed
0: to pick the best games. You should follow suit with what I do. No. Because I have better taste in video games than you. No, 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 no.
1: You You don't.
0: You. I don't like your games.
1: Are a bit of an imbecile. I don't like Fallout. (laughs) It's not that great. It's fine. You're wrong. It's a good game, but it's not my favorite. And we're not picking the greatest games of all time. You can go on a ranker list and find that stuff. We're picking what we like to play. I mean. I don't care about what you play. At Listen, all, it's for and me. You've said that multiple times. We don't care what you want to play. No, no, this is we about, only care what we want to play. Right, but
0: I have a multifaceted approach to my selections. I consider what I like to play the most. I consider what's the most fun. I consider story. I consider contribution to entertainment. I consider cultural Why? impact.
1: Because what does that matter to you? Because I am judging what the best game is. That's what I. But that's not what we were doing. We were judging what our favorite games are to play.
0: I mean, yes.
1: No, actually, I, I don't care what it changed in was the world.
0: Best video game.
1: Yes, and I judged. So I'm it as judging like my it. What's best. the best? No, no. We had the big conversation about this. It was the same with the superheroes, and it was the same. No, no. With, best
0: to us. I'm I'm agreeing yeah, with that. Yeah. But still, the best. Not what is what I played the most. You know what I mean
1: what you play the most should be the best just because you would enjoy it the most no
0: that's not how it works and you did pick that way all the time and you know you didn't mm. you didn't only pick games that you played more hours of I, I did well that's dumb and you didn't because
1: which ones didn't i
0: there was later on when you had Tiger Woods lose and some other games I did lose, have Tiger and you said, "Oh, I mean, I played that game way more, but
1: you know, I can't even more compare. than the other, yeah." But the one that I picked, I still played more than the ones that lost. Kurt, did you smash a banger? I don't know what that.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's what Kurt said. I'm not sure what that means. Chubbs. no I I'm bangers and
1: mash. Yeah, it's a sausage. A sausage. That's a sausage, right? Yeah, like a little one. Yeah, it's like our uh, what are those called? Those little weenies that you get in a crock pot like during football season. A cocktail weenie, wiener? Kind of. A little smoky? Like a little smoky. Little smoky. That's, that's what, what a, a banger is? I, I, I am thinking of it as that way. I don't know I don't if think that's, that's the case.
0: I think it's just like a, it's a sausage. It's like a regular sausage. I know. Oh, like a link sausage. I think link. it's bigger than that.
1: So it's big. It's like a brat. Yeah,
0: that size. But breakfast sausage.
1: Oh, wow. That's big. For breakfast. I tell you what, a British breakfast is huge. I don't know why America is so big compared to, like, the people are bigger, you know, like, because we eat a lot of food. Our portion sizes are bigger. But have you seen their breakfasts, It's huge. It's so much food. They've got a ton of beans and tomatoes and meat all over. Tons of meat. Well, I'm telling you what. Eggs. I don't think we are bigger. Are you looking it up? Yeah.
0: Britain is the sixth fattest nation. I don't know where the U.S. is. I'm trying to find that out. Number one. (laughs) Number (laughs) one. Number Number one. one. I have to register to this website. Oh, well, you're not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do it.
1: (laughs) So Kurt, yeah, Kurt had said, uh, or Ian had said, Kurt, did you smash a banger? And Kurt immediately said, I'm not sure what that means. (laughs) I think that's funny.
0: Um, the GD number one sausage. is Malta. Um, Wait. this isn't right. Iceland can't be the most overweight.: No way. This is totally wrong.
1: They're so fit over in Iceland.
0: I mean, I, they all wear swan hats and sing
1: melodic tunes. They do. <laughs> they do. Vic, I agree. I can't get over the beans for breakfast thing. Like, I I ate their beans last night for dinner, but I don't know if I could have them for breakfast on, like, toast. They have beans on toast a lot. Maybe I should try that. I think I'll try it tomorrow. Yeah, have some beans on
0: toast, man. You got another can of Heinz beans in the pantry, right? Two
1: more. I got two more. I'm going to break them out. I'm going to throw them on toast. I'll let you know how it goes. I think that's a good thing to do. Um. So this week, Christopher... There wasn't much in the way of news, but there was a trailer that dropped that I'm pretty excited for, Um, but it didn't, it didn't strike me as what it should be. I don't know about you. Did you see it? The Venom 2 trailer? Um, Something about Carnage? Let There
0: Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. The Venom 2 trailer. Yes, that is uh, what we're talking about. I saw it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Oh, I like the trailer. I, think I, thought it looked, really cool. I thought it looked great.
1: I don't know. I guess he's still trying to like work into this whole Venom thing, right?
0: Um, I mean now he is solidly Venom. I think he's figuring it out. He is, but it seemed like So the movies are more um closer to the comics, the Venom comics. Okay. Where they're like two distinct personalities and they're interplaying with each other. Okay. So that is common to the comics. It's just not a portrayal if you haven't read the comics that you're probably familiar
1: with. Yeah, and I haven't r- really read them. And I,
0: I haven't read a ton I,
1: either. But. I knew that was the case, but I just felt as if he had... Um, it seemed like he had very little control of what was happening in his brain. But now that you say it that way, I... So Nolan uh, mentioned it. Makes it. He, he sent us a message. Just watched the
0: sequel trailer. I thought the first movie was Okay. Yes. The tone was inconsistent and I thought Eddie Brock came off as whiny. We mentioned that at the time that he was a very whiny annoying character. Mm-hmm. Um in that. I mean, I like him and he had a weird vocal affectations. Yeah, it's just did. a weird thing all of it. So, I liked the movie. I don't know if you ever ended up seeing I didn't. it. I did. not Yeah, okay. I
1: watched it. We talked about it. I liked
0: there. the movie. Um I did too. Overall, at the second half or at the end it devolves into like a stupid CGI ridiculousness. Yeah. So I didn't think it was amazing, but mm-hmm. it was fine. It is like the highest rated R rated comic book movie or um, box office.
1: It had it still is. Huh? It
0: beat Deadpool. I mean, it had like eight hundred or nine hundred million dollars at the box office. Unbelievable! Huge popular character. Um, I didn't know it was that popular, though. I mean, yeah, one of the most popular comic book characters for sure. Really? Yeah. Um, but anyway, he had said. Um, Anyway, that, that's most of what he said to it. I do think that everything looks. I like that they're still doing the humor aspect. I, yeah. I hope they do that better. It just. Um, what's the dude's name?
1: Venom. Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah.
0: I just. I think in the first one, it, they had a weird. And that's where he's talking about the tone because it, like at times it was a comedy, at times mm-hmm. it was not. It didn't seem to make a lot of sense. I mean, so I'm, I'm all in. I think it's. It looks. Funner and more fun, I should say. More fun, yeah. I think I love Woody Harrelson. I I think he'll be great in that role. I like Carnage a lot. I have I read a lot of those comics. A lot of I have a ton of Carnage comics with you know for Spider Man. Yeah, I also have Carnage comics and Venom comics. So my Um, question, it'll be interesting.
1: Is do you ever think this is going to bleed over into Spider Man? Um, it's got to
0: right. They address that i saw an article about it i thought i shared it to our wall i was going to write it down for news i don't remember it now the the director talked about that i believe that yes i don't know if it's going to bleed over but i believe it has been said that yes they are aware of spider-man his existence okay Um, but it's on the other side of the country yes Um, i don't know that they're going to bring spider-man in i don't think they're going to cross these two together Man, but
1: I really hope just they having do. them
0: exist in the same universe and acknowledge that I think is interesting. That's good enough.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. But I mean, Venom's a huge character with Spider-Man. Yeah, and they did it in Spider-Man Three, right? Spider-Man Three. Yeah, um, which was fine. A toe for grace. Yes. Again, that was fine. I thought it was neat that we saw him, but I think this Tom Hardy character would be neat to see with Tom Holland, Uh, like that that, the newest Spider-Man. I would love to see... I'll tell you why it's going to be difficult. I just don't know how you blend those two movies together. Here's why it can't
0: work, in my opinion. Okay. Venom is prefaced on you hearing the inner narrations of his mind. Yeah. How do you have that type of a character... In a Spider Man movie, where nothing in Spider Man, at no point are you hearing any inner dialogue.
1: Well, yeah, but it's two different characters. So when you're following Spider Man, so you're going to be in a Spider Man
0: movie with a normal narration and narrative, and then all of a sudden you're going to see Venom and you're going to be able to hear his thoughts, but you're not going to be able to hear any other character's thoughts.
1: Well, you don't hear anybody else's thoughts in Venom either, besides. Yeah, because the, the Venom whole person.
0: story is, is centered around that character. But when it's not, it's
1: odd. It would be odd had you not seen any of the other two movies. But at this point, there's already going to be two movies out before you ever got involved with Spider-Man. So I think, you should have I think it some would knowledge of what's going on.
0: I think it would work if he... He can be talking to Venom, yeah. but I don't think it works if you
1: hear that voice, the Venom voice. You don't think so? No. I think it could. I mean, if he was Venom, like completely... You know, changed over to Venom and you hear that voice, it would be fine. But I could see well, where. That's a good point. You know what I mean? But then when he's not. He could just be Venom all the time. He, interacting with Spider Man, he probably would be. Yeah. You know, unless they have an altercation on the street when he wasn't, but he can switch over pretty quick yeah um
0: anyway i mean i doubt i doubt it it happens but
1: i know but i'd love to see spider-man fighting venom and carnage and all of those characters i think it would be really neat if they
0: had them i could see them doing something where there's a brief scene they bump into each other the symbiote attaches to spider-man and then you have spider Man's storyline oh yeah with a symbiote attached to him or something along those lines that would be cool but i don't have any problem with them keeping the universes separate at this point they're both sony right yeah. I mean, I know Marvel's doing... Yeah, it's Sony a, Sony has the rights over the whole Spider-Man universe. I believe they're making so the not, Jared Leto one too. The,
1: Jared Leto one? Yeah, I mean... Oh, the m- vampire. Morbius. Yeah, m- yes, Morbius. That's going to come out soon. And did you know the new Spider-Man movie, uh,
0: Alfred Molina's in it as Doc Ock, the same yeah. guy who played him in Spider-Man 2?
1: Yes. They've brought back a bunch of people from... Uh, the original Spider-Man movies with uh what's that guy, the main Spider-Man. who was that? To- uh, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire. man, he seems like a real jerk. you know I don't know've I've heard some reports where he's just been real mean to people when they've asked him about Spider-Man. He can be mean. What's wrong with that? I don't know. You shouldn't be mean to people. Yeah people well, they'll get over it. I don't think they have. Media people don't get over it. at all L- listen. Who cares about the media? No, I don't at all. I'm I don't just, care about him. I don't in the slightest. I'm just saying most of the time, they don't get over anything. They create the stories about you. And that's what I read and find out that he's a jerk. Well, I think he's amazing. <laughs>
0: he was <laughs> such, super own.
1: nice to me when I met him. Did you ever meet him?
0: Yeah. Twice? We had beers together.
1: Did, na- was this at C2E2?
0: He made me the godfather of his child.
1: Yeah. I didn't know he was married. We go way back. How many kids do you have? Two. And you're only Just one Just the of, one. Just the one. What's his name?
0: The other one, the godfather, is uh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a great guy.
1: Yeah. I hear he's great. <laughs> I don't know why he's involved with that jerk Toby. Yeah. <laughs> he's a real jerk. Did you see him in Spider-Man 3 dance around in the street dr- dressed in all black?
0: I like the dancing. It's my favorite part Come of the on. whole... Trilogy.
1: Are you being real? Yeah. No it's way. Great. What a joke. <laughs> anyway, we got any more news? Uh yeah. Uh so Kevin Smith released You
0: feel like dancing, Norbit?
1: Norbit? Yeah. Isn't that Eddie Murphy? Yeah. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> um underrated. Ke- <laughs> terrible. Kevin Smith released some pictures. Uh, finally, he revealed um, oh. pictures for He Man. Did Did he say when it's coming out? July twenty third is the release date of the first episode of He Man Masters of the Universe. Netflix. right? Netflix. Yes, you gotta be. You gotta say that because yeah, there's you two do. different nope. He Mans, right? Masters of the Universe. You're right. Um, and I tell you what. So when this was first released and they first started talking about it, they were saying it was like an anime. They kept calling it a, an anime type production, but once they released the it's not the pictures all. of the actual art, it is not anime. You know, at it's all.
0: A, it's it's in the vein of like the uh, the Marvel cartoons.
1: Yes, it looks awesome. I think looks I really mean, good. I was looking through the pictures. I posted it to our social media um, on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to check it out, so you plus go uh, and-
0: Mark Hamill a Skeletor.
1: Yes. I mean,
0: And he never wanted to do animation voiceover again. Oh, really? He only came back for this role because Kevin Smith asked him to.
1: But he also is an Invincible as well. He is? What yeah, is he? The guy who makes the suits. Oh, really? Yeah, that was Mark Hamill. So you're your liar. <laughs> Straight up liar.
0: That's the article I read. <laughs> okay. So.
1: Um, but it looks really good. I wasn't as excited about it until I saw the pictures and I was like, huh. I'm really digging this, and I want to watch it now. I was never a huge He-Man fan to begin with. No, me neither, really. Um, and, and I don't know much about it. It was before my time, or you know, it came out around the time you were a teenager. And, um, <laughs> but now I want to watch it big time because I know the voice cast, and I know what Kevin Smith can do, and, and Mark I'm Bernardin. So excited! Yeah, Mark Bernardin wrote oh, an entire episode. I think it's episode four. I think um, he was like one of the heads of the writers room for was the he, whole series. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in for it. So, check out the pictures because I think you'd be in for it too if you like that kind of thing. But if you're listening to our podcast, I would hope you like some of the things we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's really all I got. There wasn't much for news this week. There's a lot of the there were so many articles about the Venom trailer because they said that Yes, you know, they know about Spider-Man, but hes they're not going to deal with him. And then this Easter egg was dropped, and this Easter egg. Oh, that's all I saw, and it was annoying. Yeah. So I didn't get much news other than that. Do you have any? No, I do not. Really? No news for me. So you you haven't done anything to promote our wildly successful podcast. Uh
0: well I came up with the concept of smart snarf talk homework and we can do
1: our work now. Oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> we we can do that. Also, um, we've got a new uh state that is leading the way in listeners. Oh, Illinois is off the map. It's been for a while now, huh? Well, I mean, Illinois is still there. Illinois is obviously the leader in listens. The second. Leader, I have always talked about, though. So it was Maryland for such a long time, you know. Um, Let me pull it up because I lost it. It's not Maryland anymore.
0: Oh, Maryland. No, it was Delaware, wasn't it?
1: No, it was Maryland. Maryland. Yeah, you're right. Mar- uh, Maryland it was always hammering it. And they were they were just killing our listens. Um, Now, let me get into the overview. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? It's Texas, isn't
0: it? No, it's not. Texas is always big, too, though. Got a lot of Texans that
1: listen. There are a lot of Texans, and I, I, I give dude credit for that, because um, he was in Texas. Don't so give dude credit for anything. Uh, I tell you what, we've got quite a few listens in Canada right now. Oh, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina, hammering it in listens. Maryland's close behind them, but South Carolina, there they come.
0: Vic said I was losing one, but gaining one in Arizona. Yeah, he's. On the road. Iowa
1: has zero downloads. Mo- well, he's listening right now. Oh. Well, yeah. So the live thing. I but, get it. but he's moving to Arizona. Man, he's a traveler. Bit of a nomad.
0: Lord, I was born a rambling. Oh, I thought I was thinking that was traveling. Traveling man, man. But it's not. It's rambling. Rambling man. He's Same rambling thing? around. Trying yeah. to make it live. Doing, doing the best, best I, I can. can.
1: Everybody listened to our uh, championship. Once they saw that it was labeled Snarf Madness Championship, they were like, don't need to listen to any of the others. Blew up. We're, all, we're just going to listen to the last <laughs> one, because that's the one we need to know. Which is not for Snarf Madness. you got to listen to all of them. You
0: really do. Um, I mean, whatever. Thanks for listening. And it's only like the first 15 minutes of the episode. so It is. Anyway, uh, yes. Snarf Talk Homework is a segment we do. We started it like over a year ago, and we abandoned it. Originally, we were going to do it only on Patreon for our Patreon exclusives. Right. Uh, we've decided to bring it back and bring it to the wider audience. Mm-hmm. And our first one that we ever did was Dark Man. Dark Man, yeah. Uh, a Sam Raimi movie from the early 90s? No, 80s. No, 80s. 80s Sam Raimi movie
1: starring uh, Liam Neeson. It might have been 1990. Well, it was, it was like early 80, on. Late 80s, early 90s, whatever. It, it was
0: after Batman.
1: I think so too. Yeah. It had to have been in 1991.
0: Because Sam Raimi was coming off of uh, like the Evil Dead franchise. Yeah. And this they gave him a huge, big studio movie, and this was supposed to be like their Batman for whatever studio that was. Wow. It's not. It's
1: 1990.
0: It's not Batman.
1: It is not Batman.
0: But I love it as a uh, cult classic uh really fun movie very Sam Raimi you can tell if you're a fan of his it's very much his style and it's it's one of those movies that's like i don't know it's a cult classic but it's it's not good
1: no it's not good but it's um, not bad either but it has its charm it has times. charm yes. you know what i mean like take where, the fucking bear yeah there are times when you're like that's fun like there's a lot of fun parts and you enjoy the way the story goes, but boy, it, it can be a rough sit with some of the stuff that goes on and the um the facial prosthetics yeah. and things. It's just you just, it's not Batman. Yeah, like no. you said, it just it was rough at times, but it was fine.
0: The second one we did was The Shadow with Alec Baldwin from the also early mid nineties. Uh but Jerry never watched it. I
1: didn't watch it. So I I've never done that homework. I actually got a zero Yeah, uh, on my report card. My dad was pissed.
0: Anyway, so we decided to bring it back. And this mm-hmm. week, we decided to do the movie Running Man. The, the 80s movie, running The Running Man, running Man uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why, you ask? Because I love it.
1: It's one of my favorite movies. To be honest, I think we should start watching a bunch of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies because they're all around this time frame. Yeah. And I saw one today. I can't. For the life of me, remember the name of it, uh, that I'd never heard of. I've never heard of and never seen it. He's standing there holding a gun. It looks like the Commando cover, but it's called something else. Um, But it seems like he's done so many movies at the exact same time that are all basically the same, and I kind of want to see him. Um, It was like Dead something, I think, or... I I don't don't know. I don't know either.
0: So, Running Man was uh, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, it was. I don't know if any of you guys ended up watching it or doing your homework. I know Nolan did. Um, it was. I don't know how successful it was at the time, but it is definitely a cult classic. A bit of a yeah.
1: tongue in cheek kind of movie. So here's the deal: the, I'm going to go over the movie to you. I, I didn't know what it was about. I knew it was like an action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, and I thought it. I thought it had to do with like military things. Kind of it does, but it's him as a cop off right off the bat. And then he's like kind of framed. They say he did a really bad thing, killing a bunch of people. They end up sending him to jail. He breaks out of jail. um, But then they catch him and they put him on a TV show. How great is the scene with the jail out? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's amazing. It's so good.
0: <laughs> the guy's head explodes.
1: But yeah, the guy's head explodes. But what I thought was the one of the funniest things is when the the TV show host was watching the TV. Richard Dawson, Dawson yeah, the
0: actual host of Family Feud
1: yep. at the time. So he was watching a TV of a news report saying that um, Ben Richards, you know, escaped, and they show him running, and he's just like almost jogging in place, like barely going anywhere, and he's like, "Wow, look at the speed on that." <laughs> He's like, we need to get him on the show. Look at how fast he is. We need that man. And I just was laughing so hard. I don't hard think he was
0: like talking about his speed. I think he was just don't. looking at his physical body and being like, I think we so need too. That guy. He said, because he mentioned his biceps and some other things.
1: But he said, look at that man move. Something like that. And he was just watching so, him Arnold run Schwarzenegger was,
0: is not known for his running smooth running ability no
1: he's not a good runner but i just thought it was really funny but then from that point on it just gets better and better there's a lot of cheese involved with this. there is
0: but listen movie this movie isn't gonna be like your review of dark man it's impossible to not not. like this movie no
1: i i did i loved it
0: it's cheesy yes but anyway so the point is um arnold schwarzenegger framed in prison yeah He, he uh breaks out Meets this. Uh, he goes to his brother's house. He mm-hmm. finds this woman living there. Tries to, for some reason, kind of kidnap her. I, d- I don't really understand the thought. He, he was, has her pass, so why does he need her?
1: Well, because I think they use your, your face involved with your no, pass. No, he took her pass. He scanned
0: his, her pass he did, for him. To go to Honolulu. She didn't have one. And they, he started causing a big commotion until they oh, finally yeah, like, just go on. So he didn't need her at all. I have no idea why. Or, or, and the other thing, okay, he's an innocent man, right? Mm-hmm. And he meets this woman, but he's kind of a dick to her. Oh, he's super mean to her.
1: Why? He's right not, off the bat, he's super mean to her. Like you're supposed to like this character. No, you don't and right you off don't. the bat because he's mean to her. He ties her up. You really don't ever. Rips, he's not a very likable character. No, he rips the whole weight bench out of the floor. Yeah. Um, And then they try to escape to Honolulu because he knows he's wanted obviously um and she turns him in and then he gets kind of saved from going back to jail from Richard Dawson the game show host cuz he wants him on The Running Man which is like the greatest reality television show it's like of a the time
0: Gladiator they take ex they take prisoners and put them in this like gladiatorial
1: combat yeah. arena. It's like a 400 square block arena that they can just free run around. And, but, but there's a live audience participating yep.
0: in the slaughter fest and picking the. betting the, on
1: people. Yeah,
0: picking the people they want, the gladiators they want to go against them, um, who's going to kill them first, this, that. Yeah. Um, and they have some great ones they have. It's a uh, good
1: premise. But
0: oh, it's a, I can't believe this movie ha- that's why I brought it up cuz I can't believe it hasn't been remade.
1: Yeah. I, we've talked about gl- like gladiators before and real life gladiators happening again at some point. And mind you, this is this is all um the movie is placed in 2019.
0: 2017. No, 2019 is no, what the description was, said. It was 2017, I
1: remember. Oh, well then the Amazon descriptions wrong. In in the beginning, they say
0: in the The year year twenty seventeen. Okay, either way, in the most eighties font you've ever
1: seen. Um. So yeah, they do the gladiator thing, and you know he's got to try to escape. Uh, He ends up finding this, um, group of people that have been hiding underneath in the underground, like like the resistance. Yeah, and that was Mick Fleetwood. The drummer from Fleetwood Mac. No kidding. That the guy with the gray hair. That's nice. who that was. I saw him in the credits. I knew I knew who that was. Like when he popped up, I was like, "Man, I know that guy." And then when I was reading the credits, it said Mick Fleetwood. I was like, Fleetwood Mac in the, in this the Running Man.
0: Um, I just love how um, first of all, the gladiators. They got Sub Zero.
1: Yeah, Sub Zero, um, Buzzsaw, Buzzsaw, Dynamo, Dynamo.
0: And who is fire just guy. ridiculous, Dynamo? The fire guy is Jim Brown, the running back. Yeah. Uh, Fireball. And then Jesse Ventura is Captain Freedom. Yes. Captain Freedom. Captain Freedom. Freedom. Who's
1: like popping pills for steroids and stuff. Um, And they give him this really weird armor stuff at the end to try to wear. But Dynamo is this opera singer. Very fat opera singer rapist. Oh, big time! Trying to rape yeah. this girl like <laughs> in twice in the middle of a, like right in a hallway
0: in his underwear.
1: In his underwear, he wasn't in his underwear when they fell to the ground. But then when he was getting shocked, he was all of a sudden in his underwear already.
0: No, oh, he was when they fell to the ground. He was in tidy whiteies.
1: Oh, was he? Yeah, I he didn't was. Ta- he must
0: have taken his pants off because he was trying at to some to point get rapey.
1: Yeah, that was really <laughs> weird. There, the there were things in this movie that shocked me uh, on like how uh graphic they would be at certain times with it's, it's a rated r movie yeah like the blood and like the chainsaw thing and then nolan said it in his quote but or in his uh, note to us and like their one-liners are just really hard and to the point where he's like he had to split
0: yeah i also love that arnold schwarzenegger is just having a great time he's smiling
1: a lot yeah he's smoking stogies A lot. He's He's always a cigar. He's doing a lot of things in this movie and not running well.
0: Nolan did put this. uh, I thought it was great. So I watched The Running Man last weekend and my thoughts are, if aliens ever visited the earth and requested knowledge about 1980s action movies, all they would need to watch is The Running Man. Cheesy one-liners, character tropes, um, explosions everywhere, lots of synthesized drums and guitar riffs, sparkly explosions, cheesy one-liners. Um, but the celebrity, re- two celebrity wrestlers who became politicians. Who's the second? I mean, I know Jesse, Jesse Ventura. Ventura, and then I mean Arnold Schwarzenegger, but was wasn't, he a, wasn't wrestler. a wrestler? No, maybe he's
1: thinking of Schwarzenegger. I would assume so because he was the only one that became another governor.
0: Um. Anyway, so it ends. It it, it gets, what's interesting about it is as he starts dispatching these gladiators, the crowd. At this reality show, start rooting for him,
1: but they were super upset when he was getting rid of the the other people, like the other fighters. At first, what do they call them, stalkers? Yeah, stalkers. So he, they were getting really pissed that they, that he was killing the stalkers. But then the old grandma, that yeah, who's gonna have the next kill? Yeah, and she voted for him, and he's like, he said to him, Richard Dawson says. To her, no, that's uh, that's the the running man. You know, wh- what stalker are you picking? She said, "I can pick whoever I want, and I pick Ben Richards to kill the next stalker." Yeah, and then the rest of the crowd started doing the same, and the, you know, the back alley street gangs that were voting uh, or like betting on the streets, um, started doing the same. Rightfully so, they were making some cash. Yeah, and then they which
0: invade the studio itself.
1: <laughs> what do they do. I don't Which know how they like, get back there. <laughs> come
0: on. Um, no. I, it's... You don't even say things like that. Like, oh, come on. This doesn't make sense. Because it's just... It's such an entertaining movie to watch.
1: Well, I, I mean, to a point, I was like, ah, how did they do this? Or how does this happen? You it's, thought
0: that deeply about anything
1: well, at any point? It's such... No, what I thought was, like, this is such an 80s action flick to the point where they didn't give a shit whether or not any of it was based in reality. They're like, listen, we're basing this in the future. Anything can happen in the future, and you're just going to have to believe that. Yeah. So us being in the the running man arena and then getting into the underground of the underground of the arena, and then getting back into the studio, just understand that that's what happens, <laughs> okay? Because they're back and there's and no they're security, in regular really. clothes. <laughs> they're back in regular clothes. And
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger is just hip-firing with a machine gun and just blasting everybody.
1: And he... What was the whole deal with... So he's... He's murdering people, right? And like, having
0: a great time doing yes. it. Yes.
1: <laughs> so he cuts a man in half with a chainsaw.
0: And he's laughing about he it. He blew
1: up. Yeah. He blew up the fireball guy. Um, the He uh, choked the Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero barbed wire. Yeah. Chokes him out with barbed wire and he bleeds out from his neck. But for some reason with Dynamo laying on his side in his car and he's like, help, somebody help me. And then he's standing ob- above him with a pipe like... It looks like he's going to jab him in the head to kill him. Uh, and for some reason, he stabs it next to him and says, I'm not some murderer or something like I that. I would never kill a helpless
0: would, human being. Yes. Well, those other people weren't helpless. But they I were mean, attacking him. I guess.
1: But I mean, come There's on, There's a lot of man. inconsistency. Why, why would you not kill that guy, but then everybody else?
0: Because here's the deal.
1: You murdered.
0: They make him not a great guy. Yeah. They make him laughing while he's cutting people in half with chainsaws and then but they're like oh wait you have to like this character
1: yeah so So that's what they did they're like wait 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 wait. (laughs) he has some compassion for the fat opera singer yeah in the battery people in the battery suit
0: in that little go-kart that he just ran flipped over by running into a pile of garbage yeah
1: yes (laughs) he rolled it down the garbage um the battery operated suit blew me away, but the use of technology in this movie, like their advanced, oh, yeah. you know, in quotations, advanced technology in this movie, blows me away.
0: I love the chick though. Uh, I don't remember her name, but is she Mexican or? I think wh- so. Yeah, Spanish. I don't know. She's got an accent. Yeah, I love when <laughs> I like when she runs into Dynamo in the hallway. Yeah, and she kicks him in the junk. She's like, says something like. Cause you got no dick and you got a battery shoved up your ass. Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. She said you got a battery up your ass. And but then that's when he catches her.
0: Yeah. Um and gets his tidy ways out. Right. And then he became
1: <laughs> Um
0: uh, but but anyway, long the computer story. Computer
1: stuff, like all the computer oh, stuff yeah. that they do. Oh, it's a
0: heck it's a hexagon hexagonal yeah.
1: key. <laughs> yes. And when they saw the the one guy saw th- just a satellite, and he's like, Oh, there I I don't even remember what he says. He just saw like, a satellite he dish. He saw one satellite dish, and he's like, <laughs> It's pointing to the center of the arena, and all of it is I, I don't even remember what he says, but it's just so ridiculous. We gotta
0: get the satellite uplink.
1: Yeah, that's pointing to the satellite uplink in the center. Where of the do you arena. think
0: she stored the uh data card with the unedited video? N- nobody will know. They don't say. She they, doesn't say. No, she doesn't say. <laughs> Um, and how about fun. the fact that they put her in the death arena for <laughs> <I know. laughs> having sex with four men in a year? Isn't that what, one of the things they say?
1: Yeah, they do say that. And But they found her in that room stealing the...
0: Yeah, the, but the justification for arresting her was that, like that she basically is a, she's a hoe.
1: Yeah, yep, <laughs> that's why she was there. It was weird that she even got put
0: in the arena. Um, Anyway, I, I love it. I thought it was great. I honestly, I, I've seen the movie a lot, but not for a long time. I thought, I'm like, I recommended this movie. I love this movie. I thought watching it back, I was going to be disappointed. And I wasn't. Really? Not at all. Well, that's good. Like, I thought it was really fun. Um, I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger was great. Like his acting. Surprisingly I- good. I believe so too. I mean, like better than other things. Like I thought this it was movie solid. came out
1: the exact same year that Predator did.
0: Yeah, I think he does a better job acting wise in this. No, I think he
1: does way better in Predator.
0: Even so, I thought he he seemed very oh. natural and like not like y- some of the early what movies. What year
1: did. did Terminator come out? The um, first Terminator. Gosh, I don't know. It or was before an, that. It was an 80s movie, right? Oh yeah, Terminator Two came out in 1992. Um, but the original 1984. Termi- okay,
0: so quite a ways before he was already a select. You know,
1: does he say, "I'll be back" in the first Terminator, or is it only Terminator Two?
0: No, he must say it in the first one
1: because the way he said, "I'll be it's back," it's exactly in, the same in this movie because he says it and they like it's no, a no. close-in shot of his face and he says. He's getting ready to go down the tube and he's looking at Richard Dawson. It's from
0: the Terminator. And he says, I'll be back. Police station assault in the Terminator. Okay. 1984. Yeah.
1: It's that it it's, made sense. It had to have happened before this movie. Cause I was like, if this movie actually originated the I'll be back saying, I It's gonna my blow your head mind. Is going to explode like it did in in the prison. Yeah. Because I would never have guessed that. I always thought it was a Terminator thing. That's why I wanted to make sure it's from Terminator.
0: Nolan said, it was so 80s when the movie was over. I had a sweatband on, a box of stogies next to me. I was wearing flash dance leggings. Oh, That's yeah. the other thing. The extended dancer scenes.
1: I, what were they? It's 80s, man. It was the beginning of the show. And they and it
0: had an unbearable desire to do the dance from Thriller.
1: I was doing flash dance like... I'm amazed. I was literally in my living room. So
0: like, e- even if you've missed this Snarf Talk homework, you still have the opportunity to watch this movie. It's great. You need um, to go and watch Arnold it. Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's... I was very pleased surprised at how I good. I mean, I wouldn't want to call it acting because it seems like he's making he's a just, ton of money and he's having fun.
1: Yeah, he was just doing himself.
0: Yeah. He,
1: but they're Richard like, hey, Dawson
0: hey, is legit real solid
1: he's chewing up some scenery every time he's in the if he's in the scene he's, he's the, the guy best you part of at. the scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the guy you look and at. his acting was good he when he was talking on the phone and the lady was trying to do his makeup and just his little like oh like get off of me he yeah. didn't say that but he just like shook his head and she immediately ran away i was like that's pretty good I he, like that.
0: he 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 well, did he act in other things I don't know. Because he was real natural, like a very good actor. Yeah. And the, the woman, she was really good. Um, I thought she was good. Was the, the guy that was also one of the other running men, that black dude, was he famous for something?
1: You know, I looked him up earlier and he I don't remember familiar his name, but he does look reason. familiar. But he's he was pretty old. He was old. Um, the All of the bad guys, the stalkers, man, I don't like them. I didn't like Buzzsaw at all. No, Buzzsaw was ridiculous. That guy, I don't understand. I mean, I liked the Fireball
0: guy. He was so goofy. Jim Brown? Yeah,
1: he was fine. But Buzzsaw? how he ran? Why are they always, like, straining so hard? He's just always straining, and his face is straining, and he's, like, got this look on his face, like... If you want to be... Are you having a heart attack?
0: If you want to be a um, predator, whatever, stalker, gladiator... I would think the two least things that you would want is a dirt bike and a chainsaw. Yes. A
1: dirt bike is a well, terrible Dynamo's vehicle. car, you don't want.
0: But you can just hit people with a car.
1: You can if you can get them on the road, but you can literally just stand on a curb and he, can't, he couldn't get you.
0: The Dynamo guy was just, because he was not like buff.
1: No, he just had electricity. That
0: dude should not have been a not have been there.
1: But the dirt bike, I didn't get at all either because for the just, longest time... You could time
0: just I, step to the side and kick it over. I,
1: I was saying it to myself when I was watching this movie is, why do they keep standing in the middle of the road and having to jump out of the way of this dirt bike? Like, you can... Get out of the way well before.
0: They're not very maneuverable.
1: No, especially when you're going balls to the wall down the road. And holding a chainsaw. No, you (laughs) cannot turn that bike very fast. So just stand off to the side and you're fine. And then kick him over and cut his head off with his chainsaws (laughs) that are just wildly flailing around as he falls over. I don't know. That was a terrible character. That guy, I did not like. It was yep. really good that he had to split, because <laughs> that's what they ask They're like, "What happened to Bussa?" Oh, he had to split. The joke is, he literally like cut him in between his legs, you know, from bottom to top. Yeah, it was a bad way to go.
0: <laughs> not, not fun. Um, Nolan says he thinks that
1: dude was an alien. The black sidekick was an alien. I don't remember that. Uh, we'll look it up. We got fact checkers. So anyway, um,
0: that was our that was our homework. Um, we're gonna bring new homework out. Um, yeah. What do you want
1: to What do you want to do?
0: We got to go back to the source, back to our man, my man. Okay, Billy Zane, uh,
1: the Phantom, the Phantom. We were supposed to watch the Phantom. You've been talking about it for. Is our next a homework? Year.
0: I don't remember anything about it. We personally know Billy Zane.
1: I am a personal friend of <laughs> Billy Zane. Jerry and
0: Billy Zane have beef. We do have a bit of a beef. They made up, though, in the end.
1: You high five. With a rockin' jump high five. Jump high five. I while, feel like... While yelling, Billy! <laughs> yeah. I feel like that sealed the deal, where we we're bros for life. Yeah.
0: You know, after... Vic said Jean-Claude Van Damme. We will do... Uh, Bloodsport. Blood Bloodsport. Time Cop. I, any of those? All of them. They're great.
1: We're gonna watch every 80s action movie ever made.
0: But next one we're doing is the Phantom with Billy Zane because he is a close personal friend of the yeah, show. Right. Me and Jerry, both of us are
1: um, not fans. We made, honest, it, we made I it clear to him could, <laughs> that I we were. If we could reach out and get him on the show, you think we could get him on the show? I'm gonna reach out to him. I'm gonna find his Twitter. I'm going to stalk the crap out of Billy Zane
0: and tell him it's our Snarf Talk homework for this week.
1: Until he gets on the show.
0: For two weeks, right? Yeah, two weeks. Okay, so you got two weeks to... Oh, talk, and I'll figure out where people can watch it.
1: (laughs) Okay. Either way, yeah, I'm going to get a hold of Billy Zane somehow, and I'm going to tell him he needs to be on the show. I know we had a little bit of beef, but come on, man. Let's promote yourself, because guess what? You're going to Comic-Cons, and you're not getting very many people in your lines. You're not doing very many movies right now. You need all the help you can get you know, in the fame category. And if you want to be famous, you come on Snarf Talk.
0: Hey, I got good news for you, Jerry. What's up? It's on Prime Video. Free. Amazon Prime. For free. You yep. guys
1: can watch it for free on Amazon Prime. Or
0: Paramount. Let's Plus, do it. If you have Paramount Plus, um, you can watch The Phantom. Uh, you got two weeks and it will be on our next show after that.
1: Okay, The Phantom is where it's at. Um, If you have any
0: suggestions for Snarf Talk homework, let us know. I know uh, Dick Tracy was on our list for a while.
1: Oh, Um, that's one of my favorite movies ever.
0: So I know uh, Dark City was on the list.
1: I don't remember that one. Oh, it's
0: good. Street Fighter was on the list.
1: Oh, yeah, I'd watch that all over again. So, um, Bloodsport was one of my favorite movies growing up because it was a good one. Between Jean-Claude Van Damme oh, and yeah. that uh, is that the one where the Japanese guy that breaks his leg?
0: Is that the one where he's watching like his brother fight or somebody and somebody comes Gets down killed. comes down and his head is on the mat and yes. it just goes like down like a quarter inch and yep. then the blood just goes yeah, I the Yeah kills him. I watched that at Vic's house when I was a kid. We were sitting there eating. I remember everything about it. We were sitting Eating peanut butter and Ritz crackers, and you threw up, and because all me and Vic did was watch rated R eighties <laughs> act like John Claude Van Damme Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies, yeah, all night long on VHS yeah. at his house, um, and eat peanut butter and Ritz crackers, and then go play Crash Bandicoot. That's but, awesome.
1: That's what Grady and Bryce are doing. We right watched now at these my house.
0: movies on repeat, and that was Bloodsport was one of them. Time Cap was one. Mostly John Claude Van Damme movies.
1: They were so good. They were good at the time, and when he would do the splits. He'd put a foot on one oh, chair maybe and a that foot on
0: another chair. Chubb said it. Kickboxer. Maybe that was
1: kickboxer. Kickboxer could have been it. I, no, blood sports where the guy kills his brother. I, I'm almost positive. His brother dies in blood sport, and then he's like, "I need to go fight this man."
0: Do you know that John Claude Van Damme was the inspiration for Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat? I did not know that. Yes, he did. We talked about it.
1: That was made up.
0: A couple weeks ago.
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme was also the original Predator, um, but he didn't like the suit, and he was kind of grumpy about it, so they he left the production, and they got a different Predator to be in a different suit, and that's the one we've seen. Pretty interesting. Um, All right. We should get to our top 10. Uh, yes. We have a top 10. Top 10 Bill Murray movies. So... Let me see if I have them in the right order. Are
0: you a Bill Murray
1: fan? I am a Bill Murray fan. My biggest problem with this list um, that I thought of for some reason is that a, a lot of Bill Murray movies are him as a side character. You argued with me and said, no, he's got a ton of movies. And you're not wrong, but there are a lot of his movies where he was a main character that I haven't seen. Like Lost in Translation, which a lot of people claim is his best movie. It's Sofia Coppola's best movie. Um, Scarlett Johansson. She's in it. We'll talk about it later. Uh, There's Hyde Park on Hudson that a lot of people didn't necessarily like, but he was the main character in that, and I've never seen it. Um, I don't know. I I haven't seen a ton of Bill Murray movies once I started getting into the list. So I may not be as in-depth as you. Okay, that's fine. On the list, but I've got... The
0: cool thing about Bill Murray is he has no
1: agent. Yeah. He, he has
0: no representation. He ha- there is a phone number. You call the phone number and you leave a voicemail yeah. with the project that you're interested in him being in. And he returns the call if he is interested.
1: Unbelievable. What a power move.
0: At, me and Jerry ate at his restaurant and we saw his brother. We
1: saw his brother sitting there. Yeah. Um, that was a good time. Caddyshack. That was the exact same day that I had the beef with Billy Zane. It
0: was. <laughs> yeah. What a day. And there was a, maybe a bit of a issue
1: in the parking lot. Snafu. <laughs> it's, a, it's no big deal. I don't need to talk about
0: it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we'll go. We'll, we'll get started. My number ten Bill Murray movie is uh, one that I don't remember that much to be honest. But like you said, if you're wanting to pick things that he's got a bigger role in, yeah. There's, I mean, it it was hard. You know, there's a bunch to choose from. I had about 14 on my list, and I picked 10 out of there. So my number 10 is a movie. I don't really remember it very much, but I remember liking it. It's called Broken Flowers. It's from 2005. Yeah, Um, you
1: brought that up. I don't know that one.
0: He plays like a, basically a, like kind of a playboy, like Don Juan type character. Yeah. And he gets a letter like an anonymous letter that says he has a, a child. Wow. So he's like going on a road trip across the country, tracking down like all his formal, former love interests yeah. to see like if one of them has a kid that he might be his kid. Now he, he's old. Now. Oh, he's older. Okay. Well, it's in 2005. So he's like an older man and he's like reflecting on his life. And this is what Bill Murray does so brilliantly. He's probably one of the funniest human beings in the world. Mm-hmm. He's one of the he makes amazing comedies. He makes ridiculous comedies. But as of late, he does really well that like b- balance point between comedy and drama. He's a great dramatic actor and yeah. a great comedic actor. And he, all of his movies, especially in the last 20 years, have been kind of quirky and offbeat. And right. this is one of those types of movies. And I, I really liked it. That's my number 10.
1: Okay, that's your number 10. Sharon
0: Stone's in it too. Really?
1: I'm not actually a huge Sharon Stone fan. I'm not really at all. Uh, Mine's going to be one that you are definitely not going to have on your list. Most people, I bet you most people haven't ever seen it. It's a Wes Anderson film. Now, I'm going to be Wes Anderson heavy, I think, on that list.
0: Absolutely love Wes Anderson. Because
1: I love those movies. He's always a side character, though. This is the problem. Not always. Not always, but he's usually just another. It's very hard in a Wes Anderson film to pick out the main character.
0: Yeah, because they're big ensemble casts.
1: Yes. So, But in this one, um, this is like a claymation movie that you may have seen or may not. Oh, yeah. I know what it is. Which one? Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I like that movie. Of course I've seen that movie. I love this movie. I loved it so much. When I first started watching it, I thought, this is absolutely ridiculous. But then I watched the movie, and then I've watched it again and again. I've seen it multiple times. And I think it gets better every time. George Clooney is the voice of the, the Fox, of Mr. Fox. But his, like, main sidekick is a badger, and that is Bill Murray. And I think the way he plays this badger is, like, absolute classic Bill Murray. It's, it's watching Bill Murray as, like, the Caddyshack guy, as w- how he was in Stripes, how he was, like, the outspoken, loudmouth kind of guy following around this fox. Like, that's how he was as a badger, but... The Mr. Fox doesn't really necessarily listen to them all the time, but they're like hand in hand. They're buddies, right? And it's super fun. Um, I enjoy it. It's a stop motion animation movie. It's weird. I saw it you in just, theaters. You've, I loved you it. You did? Yeah. I never saw it in theaters, but- I brought Cash. No, this movie came out in like 2009. Okay. And then I brought one of my nephews. To see that. Yeah, it's 2009. I brought one of my nephews, may, maybe Joey. Probably. Yeah. Um, it's got a 7.9 rating on IMDb. That's pretty high. I, like I said, I loved it. I think Bill Murray's amazing as the Badger, and he's a great, he's like a setup man for everything that the Fox does. Um, and it's what super does fun. the
0: Fox say? I'm Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that movie as well. Uh, Chubb says Space Jam.
1: He is. He a is in that. He's got a pretty good Jam. part
0: in it. Um, I wouldn't say main character, but he's a pretty good part. He's a main agent,
1: right? Um, number
0: nine. I have Scrooged. Scrooged. I mean, yeah. I just think it's a classic Bill Murray. It the movie it is. is fine.
1: I'm not a big fan of it.
0: It's a fun, fine Christmas movie. If especially if you're not into Christmas movies, like you don't need to feel good. Yeah.
1: You know. Well, no, I need to feel good.
0: But it's like an anti-Christmas movie, but it still is a Christmas movie. And it does have them. I mean, it's the Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. McDuck. Yeah, McDuck. Uh, But Bill Murray is very Bill Murray in it. It's great. I love it. Um, It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. And I basically gave it to him for that.
1: I get it. I mean, it is a very, like... Well-renowned movie, well-regarded movie, yeah, yeah, of Bill Murray. So everybody always talks about Scrooge, and you see it on all the time at Christmas. Oh yeah, you will see it on all the like on every because,
0: like I said, it's not your standard Christmas movie. No, it's it's got more biting wit to it and humor.
1: It and it's decent, but it was never one that I would go to during Christmas or. Oh, I do. I watch it every Christmas. I don't watch it that much. Yeah, it's it's just fine. I want. I I want the sappy. If you're a guy love, like me who hates
0: Christmas movies, this is one of the ones I can watch. Man, I love sappy Christmas movies. I don't. I don't. I hate Christmas movies.
1: I love just like sitting and just dwelling in my deep dark emotion.
0: I like Home Alone and Scrooged. I love Home Alone. I love Home Alone. We watch all Home of them all the time. Well, the first two anyway. Yeah. Yes. That's They're the only exactly two. Exactly the same movie. Yeah. Beat for beat, one hundred percent for scene. The
1: only difference is the pigeon lady. <laughs> yeah,
0: which and is Donald a, Trump. It's a great moment. I think the second one might be better than the first one.
1: I agree because I think you have a better connection between the pigeon lady and Kevin than you do the old man that salts the.
0: But uh, we're talking sideways. about Bill
1: Murray movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> number nine, Jerry. Uh, my number nine, I put and maybe people will be mad at me because a lot of people like this movie, but I put it as Kingpin. Kingpin. So. I absolutely love the movie Kingpin. Bill Murray's character, I got to look him up. I don't even remember his name in the movie. Um, what was his name in the movie? His wild comb over is what I love. Um, and some of his one-liners in that movie are incredible. Let me look him up. Bill Murray is Ernie McCracken. Duh, how do I forget that? Um, I think it, this is my depiction of Bill Murray. If you like if somebody just said, like, describe Bill Mur- Murray, I'm going to describe Ernie McCracken <laughs> because I feel like that's how he is as a human being is like this outlandish, like over the top type person that has a weird hairdo. Because if you watch him in real life, he golfs all the time and he has his own line of uh, clothing for golf. And it's just weird Looking clothes. He wears all of it when he golfs. He is a weird person. He's a great
0: follow on Facebook. He He, has a great Facebook.
1: There's stories about him like stopping at random college parties and just walking in and just like drinking with college kids and then leaving. That's that guy. Yeah. Ernie McCracken and Bill Murray are the same person. It just happened to be a bowling movie. (laughs) And of course, obviously Woody Harrelson's in it and Randy Quaid as the Amish guy. It The movie as a whole is phenomenal. I love it. Um, but I like Bill Murray's part, I think, the best out of that movie. Yeah. And that's my number nine. Uh, my number eight is What About Bob? That's my number eight.
0: Is it your number eight, too? <laughs> yeah. um, I don't remember that one a lot. It's not one that I go back to a lot, but I, it's very, very funny. Richard yeah. Dreyfus.
1: Is over the top uh, yeah. mad that's, all the time. His therapist and
0: yeah. uh, Bill Murray is Bob, who's just like this obnoxious patient.
1: That's what I was gonna. So what I was gonna say is, <laughs> one of the funniest parts is that it, Richard Dreyfuss finally like just blows up, screaming and yelling at him, and th- physically throws him out of the house and slams the door shut. And he's like yelling at his wife, and he's like, "This guy is a complete like." like maniac or whatever he's calling him. He's calling him names and yelling at his wife. And then he turns around and he opens the door back up. He's like, look, and he opens the door back up and Bill Murray's standing there. And he's like, Hey, is this some kind of new therapy or what's (laughs) going on? He's just completely oblivious to the fact that this man, like just, Hates him, despises everything about him,
0: all of his family and friends around him. Everybody loves him,
1: yes, (laughs) and he just
0: can't handle it. (laughs) I love it. Um, my biggest memory of this was renting it at the market because up until this movie, like kids could Bill Murray, like kids watched Bill Murray movies, you know, you had Stripes, which I was rated R, but we still watched it, yep. Um, Ghostbusters and all these movies were, I feel like he was very present in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And so when What what About Bob came out in 91, it was like, oh, let's go get the Bill Murray movie that's right there. And your parents would be like, oh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. fine. It's Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like we watched that. I remember watching it at Gary Ganser's house, and it was like, a it's like a hard R. Or I remember as a kid, little kid, thinking, like, this is not appropriate.
1: Oh, really? Or maybe I thought even it was PG-13.
0: It might have been. But I remember some stuff happening in it that I remember that feeling. Or maybe his mom turned it off because for some reason. Anyway, I, I'll never it forget that. It could be. But I did love that movie. I've, I've watched it many, many times since. So. Frank Oz, Yoda himself, directed that movie.
1: You know, I thought I knew that.
0: Yeah. I think I knew that. I think we've talked about it before.
1: Um, yeah, that's my number eight as well. Uh, not to jump through the list too quickly, but it happened to be the exact same number. Um, I do remember it being at uh, the Mizan market as well, but this, I think, is what got me that into movie Bill That movie and Death
0: Becomes Her. I remember renting both of them at the Mazan market. I don't know that one. The cover had a woman with a hole in her stomach, and the guy was holding a candlestick through her body.
1: I know that cover. Yeah. She was dead. Of course. Yeah. She had a hole through her body, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's not uh, living through that. So what's your number seven?
0: My number seven is uh, an amazing movie, which I can't believe you haven't seen. And that's lost in translation.
1: No, I haven't.
0: Um, I absolutely love this movie. When I was in college, I was watching this all the time. It came out in 2003. Yeah. I
1: read about it and, After reading about it, it's like, man, I really want to see this movie. Why haven't I seen this? It's
0: just a really understated art house movie that is actually good. Like most of those, like quirky art house movies, aren't, and this one actually is. And it doesn't do a lot, but -hmm. what it does, it just feels really good. And and Bill Murray is like a uh, basically a, a washed up movie star. Yeah, that's what I uh, and read. He, he's, like, and he's in Tokyo and he's like doing commercials and stuff over there because, you know, he's still famous over there, but mm-hmm. not in the United States anymore. And he becomes friends with uh Scarlett Johansson's character and it's just a really, really good movie. It's definitely definitely worth checking out. He's not particularly funny in it. That's what I was it's gonna say. He's not he's not funny, funny movie.
1: It's it's more of a movie about the relationship he builds with a
0: much younger woman,
1: Scarlett Johansson,
0: who's uh, like nineteen. Yeah,
1: and that's like the point of the movie. I it's, mean, that's part the, the dynamic, movie. right? Because yeah, in Tokyo, where he still feels somewhat relevant, but he's realizing like he his time is like over.
0: And if I remember correctly, I like it's one of those things where like they have feelings for each other, but you but don't they really can't really, know, really right? figure out if it's romantic or like yeah. a mentor mentee. And then there's like younger. I think it's Giovanni. Ravisi. there's like other men more her age. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was a good movie. Check it out for sure.
1: Okay, I will. It,
0: but it's a very, don't expect like a lot of story. It's a very tonal movie. So it's, it's not like a narratively strong movie. Yeah. It just sets a tone really well. And then you kind of just, it's just a cool movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm kind of got a vibe to it that's interesting okay enough that holds your attention
1: i gotta watch it it it, that that description grabs my attention and what i've read about it has grabbed my attention and it's something I think I definitely need to see. And it might change my list in the future. It won I uh, Best
0: Original Screenplay at uh, the Academy Awards. She was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Actor. Bill Murray was nominated for Best Actor.
1: Yeah, and that was the first woman. Sofia Coppola was the first woman nominated as Best Director um, for mm-hmm. a major motion picture. At the Oscars. And
0: her dad is Francis Ford Ford Coppola Coppola of The Godfather.
1: Right. The guy. (laughs) Uh, So my number seven. And her
0: cousin is Nicolas Cage.
1: Correct. Which his last name is also Coppola, Coppola. but he's changed it.
0: And I saw recently, and I think it's on either Netflix or Amazon, but there was a movie that came out, I think, last year that came and went. It's called Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Okay. And that's with Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Yes, I saw that as well. It's I got wa- a terrible rating. I know, but I want to watch it. Do you really? Yes. I I watched the trailer for it and I was like I, I watched the trailer and was kind of intrigued and then I looked it up on IMDb and it's got such a terrible rating. That's why I passed it over. I should have never looked up the rating. I should have just watched it. Yeah. At the time. All right, you're number 7. My number 7 um Oh boy, we got to start Is probably like wildly underrated, but again, we're talking about Bill Murray movies, and he is the smallest of side characters in this movie. And that's Caddyshack. He's a very small character. No, I mean, in the grand schemes of this movie, okay, he's the groundskeeper at the course. You only see him swinging a golf club, hitting like flower heads off, you know. And he keeps his, saying like, "It's in the hole."
0: His impact in that movie is huge, and that was his breakout.
1: Yes, his impact is huge. He's blowing up the whole gopher, and he's chasing him around. No, his comedic
0: impact in that movie.
1: Yeah, no, I understand. Like he was very funny, and it is hilarious, and that's why he's number seven on my list because that role, uh, in and of itself, I think is it's like a little bigger the, than
0: what you remember.
1: I don't think it's that big.
0: They go to his little shack. They're smoking. Yeah, they're smoking I remember pot. That. He gets the, he fishes the uh, candy bar out of the pool. Yeah. Takes a bite out of it. It's a,
1: it's a baby (laughs) Ruth. Yeah. I I remember that. But those are small scenes. Yeah. The overarching story is powerfully comedic. They are powerfully comedic. I would agree with that. Anyway. And I I think he's done, he did an incredible job. It's quoted all the time. Maybe the most quotable movie of all time. Um, and yeah, I don't know what more I need to say about it. I think you're going to talk about it later. So, for sure. Um, um, it's very
0: good. Number six. Six. For me is Stripes. Okay. You're going to talk about it more later? Yeah. Um, all right. I'll just quickly say it's another like standard of my childhood. Yep. Um, another one that's not appropriate for children, really. It's There's not nudity at all. in it. There's language in it. Yeah. Watched it all
1: the time. I did too. <laughs> I did too when I was very young.
0: We'll skip it if you're going to talk about it later. that's fine. We'll move through the list quicker.:
1: um, My next movie, you're going to hate me for this, and I, you already know what it is, just by me saying you're going to hate me for putting it at as number six.: I don't know. Groundhogs Day.: Oh, fuck you.: <laughs> I like Groundhogs Day. It's fine. It's just Groundhog Day.: Is it?: Groundhog no. Day.: I put an S even writing it down. Um, okay. Groundhog Day. It's fine. And it's funny. And I like it. It's number six. It, it didn't crack the top five. It is not. Um, but not in any competent movie
0: watchers list. No, I'm not competent in anything. I movie do. is solid genius.
1: I've never said I was competent in anything. I do. <laughs> Just I fake my way through life. We talked about this. Anyway, it's great. It is it is one of the biggest Bill Murray movies that you could ever watch. Uh, it's one of the best movies ever made. It's not. It's not one of the best movies ever made. It's a very good movie, and I love Bill Murray in it. And, you know, we've quoted it a lot. It's just so repetitive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's clever. All right. Uh, we'll skip past it then. Number five for me is... Getting into the Wes Anderson world. Oh, yeah. Um, and it is a movie that for a long time was m- one of my favorite movies. Maybe, mm-hmm. if not my favorite movie. Uh, for a long time. Not anymore, but for a long time. And it was uh, Rushmore.
1: That's also my number five. <laughs> is that your number five? Yeah, it is.
0: Um, not only do I absolutely love this movie and Bill Murray in this movie. Yeah. Because he, A, very funny. He's... But... Also, powerfully impactful
1: in certain ways. And the way he approaches the comedy and the way he approaches, like, that character is so different than like, what you expect.
0: There's the comedy, but there's also, like, the like, deep level depression yes, underneath he it. He is
1: so sad.
0: And it's amazing. Yes. And this is where i and he's be
1: battling a, this 15 year old kid yeah. over the same woman. What's a Mrs.? Um, Cass? I, I can't remember. Um It's I think it's Miss Cass. Cross. Cross.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um I also became a huge fan of Jason Schwartzman um and continued to be. He yeah. I think he's an s- unbelievably underrated comedic actor. Mm-hmm. I wish he was in more stuff all the he's time. He's kind of He's super popular. He kind of fell off. I think he just takes earth. I think recently he just came out in a new movie. Um, You can get it on streaming, Mm -hmm. and it's him and the guy from Parks and Rec that plays Ben.
1: That's another, uh, that's uh, Adam.
0: Adam Scott. Scott,
1: yeah.
0: Um, And I've heard it's excellent.
1: He's in a movie with him? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, But uh, Jason Schwartzman, I absolutely love. Uh, He also is one of the Coppolas, I believe. I think he's in that.
1: He's in that ring?
0: He's related to somebody famous. Anyway, he's also the drummer for Phantom Planet, the band.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know so much. I'm a big Chase fan of his, but
0: I'm a huge big. fan of Rushmore. Uh this is... Um, it might be what kind of got me into Wes Anderson.
1: It was. This and, was. And then
0: I went back, and I love Bottle Rocket, and Royal Tenenbaums, I think, was before this, mm, even.
1: No, Rushmore came before Royal Tenenbaums. Oh.
0: Well, anyway, I love it. He's a, a, it's like a private school high school kid, um, basically, who's way more mature than his age, and he's battling Bill Murray, who's like a rich, um, lonely old man.
1: Yep, a rich, lonely old man. Because they're both in love with their
0: his teacher. They're in love with the same woman, and it's uh, ridiculous, funny, heartfelt. Wes Anderson movies
1: are real weird and offbeat. Mm-hmm. This is less so. It, he hasn't really gotten into the weird offbeat stuff yet. I mean, it's he's starting to get into that with Rushmore, and it is, you can tell it's a Wes Anderson movie. It's just not to the depth of what the movies to come for Wes Anderson are. But in the way of Bill Murray, it's one of my favorite performances. Me too.
0: Um, so that was yours as well,
1: yeah. That was my number five as well.
0: That brings me to my number four, um, which is also one of my favorite movies of all time, yep. and it's also a Wes Anderson movie. Yep, and it's The Life Aquatic. Is that yours
1: too? How did we do this? Uh,
0: yeah, The Life Aqu- Aquatic with Steve Zisu. Yeah, um, this movie, I just I can never stop going back to and I can't get enough of it.
1: There are so many things happening in this movie. <laughs> yes. They get into a little yellow submarine. Because he's like the um He's an explorer. Yeah, but it, it's like a it's a weird play off of uh what's the aquatic guy? Like the guy that literally went down in the ocean. Jim Cameron? No, but well before him. <laughs> I don't know. But he's in like oh, a Royal
0: shoot. Society of Explorers Club, basically. And he's a documentary filmmaker, right? Yeah. And he's kind of clinging on to his last vestiges of relevancy and trying to make one more final big... He needs exploration. And um, they just put together such an amazing crew. And then the whole... Everything with between him and Owen Wilson, who's his son, right, is phenomenal. It's just such an offbeat, a lighthearted, but also again, weirdly kind of hauntingly depressing movie.
1: Jacques Cousteau. Okay. So it's a play off of Jacques Cousteau. And because Jacques Cousteau used to wear a red beanie. Okay. And have like that like a collared shirt on all the time. But that was Like exactly what he was trying to portray with that character, but obviously he just named him something different. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, continue.
0: No, I mean, I just think I think they he really nails, and Bill Murray does it better than anyone. He's able to take a Wes Anderson movie and a script which could come off really absurdist. It is, but make it hauntingly depressing, just below the surface, Mm -hmm. and. I
1: think they nail it in this one. Yeah, they do because he, his wife, wasn't his wife cheating on him with a married man?
0: I don't remember. Was his wife Angelica Houston? Yes. She was pregnant. His financer. Financer.
1: But she was pregnant from a different guy. I don't remember that part. But Um, yeah, let me look it up. But either way, like, the whole reason for that was because he was so obsessed with getting like a little piece of fame again with this one mission. Like I have to do this one mission. He was overtaking his entire life. He was ignoring his wife completely. Um, The Jaguar shark. And everything else. Yes, the Jaguar shark.
0: I have a poster that is the submarine, but like it's a cross section and has like all the rooms labeled. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, I absolutely love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Check it out. Life a beautiful
1: aquatic. journalist and a co-pilot who could possibly be Zisu's son. Do you remember that? Yes. And the the cast the cast of all of these movies that he is in, it, it, and that Wes Anderson puts together are just Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Unbelievable. Yeah, Bill Willem Dafoe
0: is so good in that movie. Do you remember how good he is? Absolutely.
1: Oh, that's I was gonna say him right off the bat. But Milbury, Murray, Owen Wilson, Kate Blanchett, Angelica Houston, Willem Dafoe, Jeff Goldblum—like, what, what the, what the heck? How yeah. are these not the greatest movies ever made? You know. And then this was pre-Rushmore, two thousand four. Yeah, this was 20, no Rushmore was made in nineteen ninety eight. Oh yeah, duh. Okay. Rushmore was 98. Royal Tenenbaums was 2001. This is 2004. Gotcha. But yes, amazing. That was my number four as well. Your number three. My number three is... Also going to be my number three. Groundhog Day. No, not my number three.
0: Groundhog Day is my number three. Um, I got two above it. But I, I don't think you're giving it enough credit. It's a, it's a brilliant movie. And it works on several levels. Okay. It works as a simple romantic comedy. Yes. Um, But also, it works in a lot deeper context because there is actually a lot of depth behind the surface when you start getting into, like, how many lifetimes. And there's whole threads that oh, devoted I know. to it. Like, how many years, millions of years that he's been uh reliving the same life or thousands of years or whatever. But there is a little more under the surface than there would have been in any other popcorn flick romantic comedy. They There's a little more depth to it than there needed to be. And I think that's what makes it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Plus yes.
0: it's, it's, it's a great, uh, biting wit humor, mm-hmm. which you don't see a lot of and only probably Bill Murray can pull off very I well. I see
1: it every day. Cause that's how I live my life with this <laughs> biting witty humor.
0: Um, you know, it's just a—it's a great overall movie.
1: Ned, Ned Ryerson, <laughs> Ned the Head. He says like fifteen yeah. things, like like really quick.
0: I love it. Um, his brother's in it.
1: Brian Doyle Murray. Is he? Yeah, he's the mayor. Of- oh, he's the mayor. Yeah. Oh. I always forget that guy's his brother. Yeah, that's his brother. Every time. And you, I think you told me that for the first time that he was his brother. And they were both like, on no Saturday Night Live at the same way. time together. He was? Mm-hmm. I didn't know his brother was on Saturday Night Live.
0: Yeah, he was on. Well, he was a writer anyway. I think he was on air a little bit. Not as much as Bill Murray. But hmm. I just listened to this story. Um, it was Chevy Chase on Howard Stern. Telling the story of how they got into a fist fight.
1: Yes, I I heard it as well. It's great. And you hear such
0: terrible things about Chevy Chase, about everybody hates him. Absolutely. He did not come off that way in that interview. He came off as a pretty down-to-earth dude.
1: Yeah, 100%. Clearly not, if
0: you hear about the stories about him. Everybody hates him. Yeah, there's
1: tons of stories about him. But um, he talked about it as uh, Bill Murray talking crap about him like right off the bat right. and then I like how Howard Stern
0: kept needling him though. Oh yeah. about like because you know like basically Chevy Chase emerged as the biggest star. Yeah. of that era from Saturday Night Live.
1: But he he does say what like Howard Stern says you were the biggest one that came out of Saturday Night Live. He said you're right like I got a lot of movies and and got really big after Saturday Night Live. He's like but Jim uh, John Belushi was better than me. No, he's like he said, Dan Aykroyd. But then he he said John Belushi first, and then he said I'm working like right along him. He's like, but then he's like, but honestly, Dan Aykroyd was the guy that was like burying me. Well, and he was so much better because he was writing all of it too. Right, and that's I think the point. Um,
0: But anyway, I I I liked how um, Howard Stern was like needling him like. They were all better than you. And there was one moment when Chevy Chase's eyes are just like, yeah.
1: Yes, I know. And you could tell he was getting pissed. <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought it was great. Yeah. Great it video was great. to watch.
1: But then um, who was it that got in between? John Belushi. John Belushi, because he's the one who set it all up. Yes. and was He did
0: it all as a joke.
1: Yeah. He told Bill Murray some things as a joke to get them all riled up. And then Bill Murray got pissed and said some shit to Chevy Chase. And... And then so he heard about it right before the show started to air. And then he went back to his dressing room and walked into his dressing room and said, like, you ever say that shit again? Like, I'll you kick know, the shit out of you. Yeah, I'll kick the shit out of you. And, then, and Chevy
0: Chase, I don't know if you know this or not, but he was from like the East Coast, like Connecticut, extremely okay. wealthy family. Oh, he was? Uh, yeah. Born very wealthy. I didn't know that. Went to Harvard. He was part of the National Lampoon. You know, I did. With the Harvard Lampoon. Was I didn't know he was actually ha- a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how he got. They had a funnel from the Lampoon to Saturday Night Live. That was like wow. the funnel. And then it became Second City later yeah. on. Okay. With Bill Murray. I think yeah. he was Second City. Because jo- he's a uh, Chicago Jim, guy. Jim Belushi. Both of them, John Chicago. John Yeah. All of them. And everybody after that. Yeah. The, I because mean, Chicago's Chicago so much better. Became the funnel to Saturday Night Live after that. Yeah. But. Um, anyway, it was interesting. Now we're at
1: number, number three, my number three. Yes. My number three is another Wes Anderson movie. My last Wes Anderson movie on the list. And it is Royal Tenenbaums. Yes. Um, it is by far my favorite Wes Anderson movie, I guess. Um, I do have another one, and I thought about putting it on my list. Moonrise Kingdom. I really love that movie. Um,
0: you know what? I've never gotten all the way through it. I don't know. Is what? that the Boy Scout one? Yeah.
1: I don't know how. I've
0: tried to watch it twice, and I fell asleep both times, and I've never finished it. Again, the cast. And I've heard. I have another friend of mine that is loves Wes Anderson, and he says that's his favorite movie.
1: Moonrise Kingdom rivals Royal Tenenbaums. That's why I just said, like... I said Royal Tenenbaums was my favorite, and then I started thinking about it like immediately, and I was like, "Oh wait, I I don't know if I can say that." I also heard very good thing about things about oh, Isle of Dogs. I dogs, I know. I but I, I, I don't even. I have thing. no interest. I don't want to watch that anyway. Royal Tenenbaums, I absolutely love this movie so much. Um, a close friend, he's been on the show, Nate. Uh, I call him Pagoda, and he calls me Royal most of the time. Or like I have him in my phone as Pagoda, and he has me in his phone as Royal because I've always said like, you're just my sidekick that is going to knife me at some point, like at some point in our life, us living this life together, I'm going to be acting as like Royal Tenenbaum and you're going to just shank me and then we're still going to be friends and it'll all be okay. But that's why I've always said that. Uh, But Bill Murray's character in Royal Tenenbaums is one of his best. I love it a lot. Um, I'm trying to remember what his name was. The
0: only reason I didn't have it on my list is because it's literally been so long since I've seen Royal Tenenbaums. What? And. Why don't you watch it every Saturday? I just, I go back to There's Life Aquatic so and people. Rushmore.
1: Well, Angelica Houston's in it as well. It's
0: a lot of similar cast. Yeah, it really is. Isn't Owen Wilson's in it too, isn't he? Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. And Luke Wilson and Gwyneth Paltrow and Gene Hackman and Bill Murray, obviously, and Danny Glover. Uh, ben Stiller's in it. Yeah. Um, Riley St. Clair.
0: That's Erica says, Wes Anderson are some of the best date night movies. Boy, I don't know if I could agree with that. I don't know. I haven't, Marley
1: would hate Wes Anderson movies. I haven't dated in a long time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Amy does not enjoy Wes Anderson movies. I've tried to get her to watch some, and she just doesn't enjoy that. You
0: got to be a movie person. She doesn't like Wes Anderson. She
1: doesn't get the humor. Amy's very um, realistic, right? Like,
0: right. And they're absurd. Wes Anderson movies are absurd. They, they are
1: absurd. And I am an absurd fellow. You and are. I enjoy that. Yes. Uh, and she's not. She is the exact opposite of that. So it it does not land the same for Amy as it does for me. So that's. It doesn't work well for us. But, if your
0: if your significant other but, I mean, is a cinephile, then yes, they're probably a great because
1: yeah, I would agree.
0: Wes Anderson movies are for people that are really like they really like movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Alec Baldwin's in it too.
0: Forgot about him. Um, Nolan also said there's almost as many horrible stories about Chevy Chase as Tobey Maguire.
1: <laughs> there is. Tobey <laughs> Maguire is not. All right, we got we
0: got to move on. We're running out of time. My we're number not. 2 we plenty of time. We have to do what we're watching. I forget. I watched a whole new show. Oh, my gosh. It's probably not good. We're not going to have time to talk about it, but I'll mention it anyway. Okay. Number two for me is Who You Gonna Call?
1: Oh, that's your number two. Oh, that makes sense. Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, of course it is. Um, never Gets Old. Every time I watch it, it holds up.
1: I completely agree. We're going to talk about it again. Both of them,
0: by the way. I just kind of, I mean, if I can lump them together, that'd be great.
1: That's what I was gonna do. Yeah.
0: Um, I obviously the first one is a superior movie. Yes. Um, Bill Murray is amazing in it, but I love the second one too, even though it catches some hell. Uh, we're gonna talk no, about that. Like That's the, fine. So yeah, I like the
1: second one a lot. Your number two? My number two is Stripes. Um, this is like. Uh Bill Murray's Yeah, she was just yes. a down the street and do.
0: Do you know that when I was in middle school, or no, elementary school, yeah. I was in Boy Sc- Cub Scouts.
1: And you'd sing that song.
0: We would march from the school to the church where we had our meetings, yeah. Park Street Church. Um, and our troop leader would make us chant that song. Yeah,
1: it's a cadence
0: a cadence, I call it
1: a cadence. Which
0: is not an appropriate children's movie.
1: No, not at all. But the song is whatever. But it was from that. That's. I mean, they knew that. Yeah, they knew what they were doing. And I watched that
0: movie at their house. And they were very conservative people. It's very surprising that
1: this happened. That that does surprise
0: me. I'll tell you after who it was. But um, But amazing movie.
1: So Stripes is Bill Murray's first movie coming out of Saturday Night Live. So he just was done with Saturday Night Live. They give him a big movie. This is where he meets Harold Ramis for the first time, and yeah. sparks a whole like you know friendship. But uh, it is so fun. I love military John movies. Also. John Candy's in it. That it's like at the peak of uh, Vietnam era type movies, like. Where they were making this type of stuff, and but this one is way different than any of the others. It's not a serious war film. It's no. obviously a comedy. And the, this and the, the there was no war to, going on. Well, no, but good. they did go to Russia and infiltrate Russia with this this van, like, like Volkswagen van. <laughs> yeah, but it was a up armored van that you would never be able to tell that it had any armor on it at all. But it also had guns. That part is fine, whatever. I love the beginning when they're doing the training and everything because he all he goes to the army because he's like a really upset cab driver and he wants to change his life, so he decides to join the army and he just happens to be put into a platoon with all of these other like schlubby losers thirty year old losers that are doing whatever, but they lose their drill sergeant and they end up finishing training on their own. And I remember at the, like when they go to graduation, um, oh, he, like the, it's like a, uh, captain or like an officer type person says, I understand. He's like standing at a podium. He's like, I understand you finished training on your own. And Bill Murray's in front of him and he like slaps a gun on his hand. And he's like, he said, that's a fact, Jack. I just have always loved that. I think it's so funny. And he says, he'll say, razzle dazzle. And that's when they start like spinning guns around. It's awesome. I love everything about it. It's great. It's really fun. That's why it's my number two. I agree. It's a great movie. Uh, My number
0: one is Caddyshack.
1: Your number one is Caddyshack?
0: Yeah, I mean... I guess uh, part of it is like ranking the movies too, even though.
1: This is Bill Murray.
0: Yeah. So is it, it gets that thing like, are you ranking Bill Murray or are you ranking the movies that Bill Murray's in? Caddyshack's one of the greatest movies ever. I guess ever so. Made.
1: But if we, were, if we were doing that, I would have ranked us different.
0: I don't know. That's just, I'm looking at Bill Murray movies. I consider Caddyshack to be a Bill Murray movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And as a movie, it's the best one. It's an amazing movie. So, um, can, yeah, I could see what you're saying, and it totally makes sense. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. I got it at number one. Everybody loves Caddyshack. It's the most yes. quotable movie of all time. Is Bill Murray have as much screen time in it as other movies? No. Um, should I have done it that way? I don't care.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't change anything. Like, he's that's got your list great and...
0: moments in it, but, yeah, I guess when you're thinking about it, so does Ted Knight, so does Chevy Chase. You yeah. know, they all have great moments in it. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna get hung up on it. We all love Caddyshack, it's
1: everybody does literally it's in the one of the best comedies of all time. My favorite is just the gopher dancing at the end. That's the worst the only, part of the movie, it's the only reason why I watch it. And then I love how they replace Bill Murray with Dan Aykroyd. I know it's I great. Don't know what they do.
0: Um, number your number one then is Ghostbusters.
1: Yes, my number one so is we can Ghostbusters. talk about it. Um it is life-changing. They haven't done unbelievable. So, I haven't seen a movie like this since this movie came out. Like the way it's impacted me and like the no, way you've seen it. Like no, there hasn't been a movie like this. Ghostbusters is its it, it's, it's, it's its own, its own genre thing. of movie. Yes, it is. It's its own thing. I feel like Stranger Things is trying to tap into uh, all nah, I'm the, I mean o- because it's a comedy is, and it's a sci-fi movie at the same time. I know. The only reason I say that is because they're doing like aliens type stuff. You don't see ghosts and a a crew of people trying to get rid of ghosts, bust them if you will. <laughs> um you know, and the way it's just
0: and the way it just took hold of the culture.
1: Sigourney Weaver was amazing.
0: Yes. And Rick Her, Moranis.
1: Rick Moranis was amazing. Dan
0: Aykroyd, who wrote the movie based on his own life experiences. His dad was a paranormal investigator. <laughs> he wrote the movie based on his own life experience. I
1: know. It's unbelievable. Getting Dan Ernie Aykroyd. Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Well, Ernie Hudson's in the second one. He, he's in the first one, too. Is he in the yeah. first one? Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis and... That's it.
0: Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, Dan Ackrod, okay. and Harold Ramos. Yeah.
1: Um, getting those guys to get, like, you can't replace those four men like with anybody. They did later, but
0: uh, Else Worlds. Yeah. There's a new one coming out this summer with Paul Rudd. I'm excited. And, all, for it. and Bill Murray's in it.
1: Bill Murray's in it. They, so is Ernie they Hudson. Show, and they show uh, Harold Ramos's in a picture. I think Dan Ackrod is in it, right? His suit, like his granddaughter. Has his suit still? Yeah, um, I think Dan Aykroyd does. I'm show excited up there.
0: because Paul Rudd is. I love him. Perfect. I want to, to be in this him. movie. I don't know who else. I, if we could cast out the rest of the Ghostbusters nowadays, I don't know what you. Who do you do? But
1: but the movie as a whole, as Ghostbusters, Kevin Hart? is absolutely amazing. Could Kevin
0: Hart be a Ghostbuster? No, because I'm a big
1: fan of his. I'm not a huge fan of. He's his great comedy. in Jumanji. He is. I love Jumanji for him. I don't think Ghostbusters would be good for a Kevin Hart character. But Bill Murray's style of fun, like of comedy, and his one-liners and things he says during something that would blow your mind. Like you're trying to zap, you know, aliens out of a library, or not aliens, ghosts out of a library, and at the end of it he just has this, like, you know, this mild mannered guy ladies. one liner like Dr thrill. Peter Bankman
0: man ladies man
1: it's so paranormal awesome.
0: investigator
1: yeah god i love that and they don't make
0: and they've never
1: made another movie like this you'll never see i don't think we'll ever see another movie like this ever again like one and two i like two yeah um between one and two one is better yeah we, for sure we talked about it earlier one is better two is still very good but yeah, you won't ever see him again, and that's kind of why I put it as my number one because it was—it's a standalone movie that Bill Murray has done that's timeless blew, too. That yes, it blows the Completely lid off of everything. Completely timeless movie. That's why I feel like it's better than Caddyshack.
0: Dogs and cats <laughs> living together.
1: together. <laughs> and then, I mean, how many times have you ever said or heard other guys say you never cross streams? Yeah.
0: And then, you know, the cartoons are great. Yeah. Um, the toys were great. The le- I want the Lego set. They have like a professional Lego set of like the whole the fire station.
1: You should buy us that.
0: Yes. We should we should build it and put it in our studio. Yes. Or dude should build it cuz he's a Lego dude. He's a le- Lego guy. So
1: is Erica though. I love Legos as well. I just don't Erica, have the I will for buy
0: it. you the set if you will build it for us, ship it to us or drop it off. And we will display it in our studio.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. That's <laughs> it's
0: expensive. It's a couple hundred bucks, I think.
1: No, we we'll we'll do it. It's totally fine. No big deal. Um, that was my number. That's one. That's it. That's, that's Bill it. Murray.
0: That's that's the list. Um, uh, if you have got any other top tens you guys want us to do, give us some suggestions for sure. We've done um
1: a bunch. We've done we've done a lot. A lot of top 10s. But I was scrounging for names. Maybe we'll not do do like an actor next time. I would like to do like a A genre or something like that. Well, you know how we did like a top 10 breakfast cereal or a top 10 uh, diner, I think we did? Or or fast food.
0: Fast food, yeah.
1: Something like that. I would like to do something like that again because it sparks a lot of conversation. I agree. And it sparks a lot of anger. Yes. And I want people to be angry at me. Frothing for, at the mouth. Yeah, for picking just ridiculous stuff. All right, we I got
0: love. five minutes uh, to do some what we're watching. I have two
1: things I've been watching. I only have two as well. I mean, I watch Survivor a lot, but you don't care about no, that. No, let's not talk about that. No, we're not going to. All right, I'm what else saying. you got? Um, I started watching again, um, catching up on it, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. I haven't started it. <laughs> so I was real excited for it at the beginning. And I like the story. It's it's fallen flat for me. It's not doing what I thought it was going to do. It's, I mean, it's just kid show. It is, but it it was rising to a point, and I thought, all right, all right, they're they're doing something good. Like so they, they try got to do something team. like
0: Cobra Kai, but they failed at every moment.
1: No, not every moment. Not every moment is failed, and they are absolutely trying to do the Cobra Kai, and. At first it was successful, but they haven't used um, Gordon Bombay the right way, I don't think. Like, they got him involved, but then all of a sudden he's almost like a back side character that just kind of barks out advice every once in a while and has an interest in this lady. But he's not, like, actively involved in the team yet, and that's what's really aggravating me. I want him to come back and be the coach of this team to beat the ducks and he's not doing it. And I don't know why they haven't done it. It seems like a huge flaw. Like, why are you having this random single mother coach the team, but then talk to Gordon Bombay who owns the entire ring that you're in like a rink, I should say that you're using, but he acts like he wants nothing to do with hockey. You own a hockey rink. You drive the Zamboni around You were the coach of the Ducks. Why are you surprised that the Ducks forgot about you when you are forgetting about yourself? You're forgetting about everything you've ever done and you're like throwing it off to the side. Get down there and coach hockey again that you want to do and everybody else wants you to do. And don't be mad about the Ducks being a big time like youth hockey league team and not inviting you to this like whatever it was. It was like a... Like it was almost like prom for hockey, I guess. I don't know. But it was like a big celebration and they didn't invite him. Well, no crap. Like, no, they didn't invite you because you became a hermit and you sat in this little office and ignored everything else. And now that hockey's going on in the middle of your life, now you're like, why didn't I get invited to the Ducks? I don't want to coach this hockey team, but why did I get invited to the Ducks? That was just super frustrating to me, as you could tell. Like, they, yeah. they screwed... You have a lot of feelings about this show. Well, they screwed it up, man. Like, everybody loved Gordon Bombay coaching the Ducks, you know? Like, in making this team become good um, from nothing, like a bunch of ragtag kids from nowhere become good hockey players. It's the exact same story... They're using a single mother to coach them, but she has literally zero experience. You can't
0: have the likable main character be a man anymore. You know that, right?
1: He's still the main character, though, just (laughs) behind all of it. Right. And you need to bring the guy that built the ducks up to the forefront to build the ducks again. If you do the exact same story over again, I would enjoy it better than what you're trying to do right here, which is keep him hidden in the background. It's, it's dumb.
0: Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm following this drama. Vic had pizza delivered, and the delivery driver backed over the utility box in front of his house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still, you still have sucks. internet, so that's good.
1: Minnesota Miracle Man. Yes, he was the Minnesota Miracle Man, Erica, and they're just not utilizing him as that. And it's frustrating, and that's why I kind of gave up on it. But I'm going to finish the season for sure. I think there was one or two episodes that I had left to watch, and um, I'll, I'll watch them. It is a kid show. I do believe your kids, and I need to get my kids to watch it. I think they would enjoy it.
0: All right. Well, thanks for taking up all our remaining time talking about a dumb show that nobody cares about.
1: I do care when about I watched I it. I could
0: have been talking about the big show that I've been watching, which is the number one show on Netflix. Jupiter's
1: Legacy. Hmm. Uh, I finished season one. I started the first episode and fell asleep and never watched it again. I need to get back. Is that for real? Yeah. It just was a random night. Well, then
0: you know what? I'll save it because you're going to get back into it and you will binge it all and you will have it watched by next week. So you
1: enjoyed it then thoroughly, apparently. Um, If you're binging this show.
0: Listen, I need you to watch it. Before I
1: talk about it too much, more. I don't like the way the characters look. I'll that tell you that
0: straight up. Completely irrelevant um, to what at this. Okay. Let me break it down a little bit. Did I like it? Yes. I enjoyed this show. Is it amazing? No. Okay. It is, it's a solid show. It's mm. not the boys. No, I didn't expect it to be. Well, but that's kind of what it's trying to
1: go for. I know, but I did not expect it to be. It's
0: got a little bit more of like a YA vibe to it, Mm -hmm. to a certain extent, but not really. The cool thing, okay, the thing this show does that I thought I would hate is it's it's in constant flashbacks. So it's constantly going from the past to the future to the past to the future. Yeah. And we've talked about this. I hate that. I don't like that either. Uh, Love it. At all. In this show. It, in fact, I was always looking forward to the flashbacks because that's the story I wanted to know. I didn't care about what was going on. And that's on.
1: about the parents, like the older yes. people.
0: Well, it's all about them.
1: Well, I know, but... No, like there's it's a new all group. about
0: them. Oh, okay. It's all about the parents on both accounts. The nowadays is the parents and the children coping with life now. But the flashbacks are about their life before they had powers and how they got powers. And the flashbacks are solid gold. really good. okay? Enjoy them a lot. Um, the future stuff, the stuff that or the current age stuff, is the stuff I like the less but it totally makes sense in it service sense to the sense. story and both the current and the past stuff does a really good job working together to tell a cohesive arc narrative.
1: Well, that's good right there because it is very hard to do the flashback stuff like what happened in the past and what's happening now or in the future or whatever and get them to like meld. Yeah. Correct. And it does. And it melts you know. correctly.
0: Now, that being said, is it the best thing in the world? No.
1: Is it's it, getting really good reviews. It's getting people gr- are it, it's enjoying a, it a lot.
0: It's a solid show. All right? Yeah. Really good. Um, I don't know where they're going to go from here. It feels like they told the story to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Um, there are some things I didn't care for. And yeah, the characters' outfits are a little goofy. But you get over it real quick. It's not um,
1: necessarily the outfits, but it's, it's, it was the same issue that I had with The Witcher before I ever watched it, is that his gray hair and the way he looked, I thought, looked goofy.
0: I don't like how... I, didn't, I don't like... That the way must the be from character. the comic?
1: It is. Okay. If you look at the comic book, he looks identical to that. Okay. But putting him in real life is... It, it's just weird.
0: That actor, I absolutely loved. Um, yeah, what's his name? I don't know, but he's great. Um, it, it just seemed... in the in the flashbacks. I don't really care for him in the present day as much, um, but it's a lot. The present day stuff's mostly about him, his wife, and the the two children and their their interplay there. But all these young heroes that are kind of the next generation coming yeah. up isn't it?
1: The, their kids,
0: their kids. But there's many others. Oh, okay. And they're struggling with the supervillains that now are. It the game has changed. The world is different. And of course, it is. They're more dangerous, and they're more they're they're killing now. And before, in the past, it was kind of a push and pull. You Mame. know, like we're gonna do this, we're gonna stop you, we're gonna put you in jail. The yeah. su- you know,
1: nobody was really. But now they're really out there killing people. It's vindictive. Yeah, it's
0: it's getting dangerous, and you know, there's an adherence to the code.
1: Is it on Earth? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh okay, I couldn't remember.
0: So um, you will like it. Anybody that likes this podcast will enjoy it immensely, but don't expect it to be the boys. Don't expect it to be no.
1: Netflix is not going to um, do the same as what Amazon,
0: Ted Lasso, I don't or any of these shows that we're saying like are out of this world. Don't. It's not Watchmen. It's not like that. It's not like any of those things. It's a little lighter, um, entertainment. Okay. Not light like it's still heavy in its subject matter but it's not as well done, as cinematic as those things. Mm. If that makes sense. It does. Um, so I enjoyed it. We'll talk about it more when you watch it, because I, I do think you'll enjoy it, and I do think you'll binge it rather quick, because the story to. is very fast-paced. I don't recall a single episode that I thought um, dragged, and you know that's my biggest complaint on yes. shows. Um, no, they, they press the storyline forward solid. Like, every beat, every episode is pushing... Especially the flashback narrative forward incrementally. Okay. I felt long. Um, longer than I expected. I don't know how many episodes it was, but it
1: I don't know if I like that feeling though, it, of it feeling long. No, because no, because that I, means that,
0: that's not what I meant. I meant like a lot of these shows these days that are like six, eight episodes. You
1: felt like you didn't get much you, out you of You get
0: gypped. You feel like gypped at the end. I yeah. I felt like I kept thinking like this has to be the last episode, but there's so much more, and it wasn't. And then it ended naturally, and it all, it felt right. Like the length, okay, the narrative storytelling. I mean arc that itself that alone,
1: right. that alone makes me want to watch it because there are so many shows that I have loved that end up ending either abruptly or to where it's like well, there's got to be something else here that you're not telling us, yeah. you know, no. and, this felt and like, aggravating. Like
0: the whole story was told and maybe it was only eight episodes. It felt longer than that. But I, I will say there was not a single episode that I watched that I felt like, man, that was a waste of an episode or that was slow or well, they, did, they didn't move the narrative forward on that. Didn't feel that way one time.
1: Okay. I'll watch one tonight.
0: Um, and the only other thing I watched, um, is a documentary. Called um, they have this series on Netflix called Explained, and there's various subjects. Okay, and the newest one to come out is Money Explained, and um, interesting. It's a
1: so why didn't you know about the pence, the quid, the pound? Like,
0: (laughs) well, it's not that. It is a legit uh, opportunity for Netflix or whoever produces these things Mm -hmm. to push a real solid specific uh liberal agenda in the guise of documentary filmmaking um
1: okay and it's
0: almost it's not all terrible i mean like the first episode's about like pyramid schemes and stuff like that that doesn't have any liberal agenda right
1: no but i'd like to know about that it, I it's like fine about that about one was things.
0: actually pretty boring the second one i watched was about credit cards um But it's got, like, this little air of anti-capitalism behind it. You know, everything they talk about. Sure. The the next one was about student loans. That one was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, it's basically, like, basically spending a half an hour of an episode setting up the final thing of, like, this is why college should be free. This is why college should be free. You know, it's just very, very one-sided. Um, okay. So that one was annoying. That was the only one that was really that annoying. The credit card one was fine. The retirement one i I, I liked um, it, it also had a very strong um, left side bias. but isn't wrong, yeah, that we have a problem in this country where people a lot of people um, don't have. Anywhere's near what they're going to need to retire. Right. The whole idea of retirement, which um, is a
1: big problem, isn't.
0: Right? But it wasn't an idea until this certain time in like the 50s. Yeah. Um. There wasn't a thing that wasn't retirement wasn't even a word before then. Mm-hmm. You just worked until, <laughs> until you, you either did. moved in with your children or died. Yeah. And then it got sold, basically. Anyway, I, I'm not recommending it. You don't need to watch it. It's okay. fine. If you're interested in these topics, that's fine. Just I know wasn't watch it. that it's got a certain perspective and it's not telling um, all opinions. I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I'm smart enough to make my own decision, and I think most people are too. Right. But absolutely. Um, it's fine. I, I just that was literally a couple nights this week. we were having dinner or something, and we just wanted to sit down. We just needed something to be on. Yeah, but we didn't want to watch something. Yeah, I get it. And so that's what we were watching. You
1: want to like just turn it off? Yeah. And just have something playing. Yeah,
0: and I couldn't watch Jupiter's Legacy because Marley wanted to watch something too, and she wasn't mm-hmm. watching the show. So, anyway, that's all I've been watching. I'm done.
1: Yeah, I. That's that's it. We'll talk about the Bad Batch uh, next week. Bad Batch
0: next week. You're gonna watch Jupiter's Legacy, and then your Snarf Talk homework is fan- the Phantom Billy okay. Zane.
1: Billy Zane in the Phantom. And it's free on Amazon Prime. So yeah. check it out.
0: Uh, like and share the podcast. Check out snarf talk. Uh, Patreon.com slash snarf comics. And um, comment on our social media. Comment on our social something. media. Like us at snarf comics everywhere. Yeah. That you want to be. Snarf dot com. It's
1: everywhere you want to be. Snarf what talk, was that?
0: dot uh, com is our um, very ill-frequently uh, updated website. It's still good. <laughs> it's still good. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, Vic says, I'll be guest starring in a few weeks when I'm back in Illinois. You were invited Please on the podcast yeah. once. You were supposed to come and you didn't show up. And so. you didn't
1: come. So come this time and yeah. we will have you as a, as a guest. Not
0: if you're just going to talk about
1: crypto. We're done. We don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Talk about what we'd like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, for Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya. Bye.